In a time when all seemed lost, a voice rose from the wilderness, a voice rooted in our unique form of government, a confident voice filled with hope and inspiration that grows louder and louder while articulating the truth for all to hear. It is the voice to be reckoned with. It is the American Adversaries Radio Show, featuring your host, political scholar and philosopher, Christopher Hart, co-host, South African-American patriot, Aubrey Kahn, news talk divas, Kathy Santamassino and Patricia Summerlin, and more. Now, sit back and enjoy the American Adversaries. the American Adversaries Radio Show. We are here. We are live on, well, I don't know what's happening on YouTube. We should be up live on YouTube, but I see that doggone thing spinning around in the middle of the screen again. Anyway, we're here live on FM 105.5 and AM 660, The Answer. And, of course, you can access us on your Alexa devices. You can download the free Answer Orlando app. You can also still listen to us always on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com, both live and archived. And you can also listen to us on the AnswerOrlando.com. And I'll double-check on this doggone darn fool thing. I did it every, the same way I do it every night. And there it is. Probably they don't want us to talk about no collusion. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, no collusion. The so-called, what do they call it, principal conclusions have been released this afternoon, much to the disappointment, you might say, of those who had put so many eggs in the collusion basket. All right, speaking of eggs in baskets, this man is not only a top-rate certified home inspector, he's also a great chef. And I'm talking about the firm foundation of the American adversaries, Aubrey Khan. There's no egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of egg on plenty of Democrat and liberal faces. Yeah. And, uh, and Bless mainstream, their darling hearts. And mainstream media faces. Well, I don't expect an apology from anybody. I don't. I don't. Uh, Lara Adams is making his way here. Nostra Dennis won't be with us tonight. Kathy Santomasino will be with us at the regular time in an hour. A little less, a little less than an hour now. And a little less than two hours now, our gorgeous lady wrestling, that'd be Sunny, is going to join us live from California. I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. The number, once again, is 407-774-8255. You want to call us and complain? You want to call us and gloat? You want to call us and whatever? Uh, we welcome your call. Uh, once again, uh, 407-774-8255 is the number. The the letter was released right about 3.30-ish this afternoon. I was able to, to uh, on the Fox uh, News channel, they, they had a fella actually read the letter, four-page letter, from Attorney General Barr explaining what they called the principled conclusions. Principled conclusions, we'll go over it here in just a moment. Uh, also, they... Uh, 
Uh, he went on to say in, a, in the la very last part of it that uh, they still intend to release as much of the original report as possible. Uh, however, they are going to be consulting with uh, Attorney uh, General uh, uh, or, or Mueller, and I guess Rosenstein is going to, former Assistant Attorney General, or still, I guess, acting Assistant Attorney General Rosenstein, is going to assist in that, and they were going to attempt to complete that process as soon as possible, which no doubt means that it will be released to the public, much as this has been. And uh, the attorney general uh, stated, re-emphasized re in that last portion of his letter today that is his intent to release as much as possible to the general public. So we're going to see as much as Congress gets to see, evidently. Uh, now, we'll get to the congressional reaction here momentarily, but obviously this is huge news. Uh, it broke today as the president was preparing to leave Mar-a-Lago to come back to the White House, and he did make a couple of comments as he was getting ready to board Air Force One, I guess it was. He was on the mm -hmm. tarmac, it looked like there. And he said uh, that, you know, uh, just as he's been saying all along, you know, this is no collusion. There was no collusion, and and this was this was a, a tragic. This is this is not a. You know, there's some out there, you know, trying to portray this as a great day in America. The rule of law has prevailed, and all this nonsense. No, this is this is not a great day in America. This is the conclusion of a very sad chapter in America. Of course, it doesn't end the book. The book goes on, and there's going to be whole other chapters yet to be written. But this here particular chapter is now over. No collusion, period, zip, zero, nada. And for the likes of uh, young uh, pencil neck geek Adam Boy Schiff, Shifty Schiff, uh, he's in big trouble because he's been promising collusion, and they're having to fall back now on, well, well we, we, we know that they had the secretive meeting in the Trump uh, Tower and all this other business. Now, I presume that all this is addressed in the report. But the report, uh, the letter today, uh, initially, it's in several parts. The opening, uh, they remark about how they went about it. They, uh, Mueller hired 19 lawyers, so there were 20 of them altogether, counting himself. 40 what I'll call investigators. They called them, he listed them. They were FBI agents. They were forensic agents, uh, experts. They were the, the type of team that you would put together to, to go over the evidence. Okay? Experts in the evidence. Uh, 40 of them. They called 500 witnesses. They had like 2,800, uh, I believe it was subpoenas. They also had, uh, they, uh, had, uh, had uh, input from 13 Get this, foreign governments, 13, and uh, they reemphasize there, there are no public indictments, and oh, by the way, there are no sealed indictments. So there, the, to answer, there were some people wondering, well, there are no public indict, uh, uh, indictments left, but there, are there any sealed indictments that will be opened later? No. No indictments, period. No indictments at all. Okay, and uh, so that was in the first part of the report, uh, the opening uh, introduction, you might say, of the report. Uh, then they went into their uh, uh, the, the, what what the report was about, and I guess the Mueller report is pretty much in two parts, as it describes the, in the letter. 
And the first part outlines the efforts that the Russians took to interfere in the election, which was presumably the purpose, besides finding the collusion, of the investigation. And they did find two main efforts that the Russians allegedly attempted to disrupt our election with. One was the disinformation campaign. That would be social media, Facebook, you know, the bots and the buying ads and stuff like that. And, uh, and by the way, Rosenstein has made it very clear in the past, and this was not directly addressed in the letter today, but I presume it is in the report, that there was no effect on the outcome of the election due to their disinformation campaign. Uh, as far as their other effort, their other effort was hacking and the dissemination of the information that they were hacking. And they primarily hacked into the DNC and uh, uh, John Podesta and others closely related. And uh, they allege in the report, according to the letter today, that uh, the Russians were primarily doing this and they were disseminating the information to media outlets, including WikiLeaks. However, they found that there was no connection whatsoever with the Trump campaign via these efforts. Evidently, they tried on numerous occasions. There were evidently what they called multiple offers to assist the Trump campaign. (laughs) None of them were, shall we say, taken advantage of, were accepted. So evidently, the Russians attempted but failed in helping the Trump campaign in a direct fashion. Now, I guess it could be argued that if indeed they were responsible for the hacking that resulted in Podesta's and other uh, very damning emails, that perhaps that may have had an effect on the outcome, but that is questionable and it's not addressed in today's letter, although I speculate it may be addressed in the report itself. So, Once again, they said that the Russians did try to affect the outcome of the election, but according to what Rosenstein has said in the past, which wasn't addressed, as I said today in this letter, they were not effective in doing so. But they did, the conclusion of the Mueller team was that there was no connection with Trump and that even though the Russians did have what they called multiple offers to assist, none of them were taken advantage of. And once again, and this is what's the part this is what's so beautifully damning about this report to the democrats this is their guy this was their team and we we complained about this constantly and consistently and and, and still i i feel that he should have had a more balanced team but i also feel that this this whole effort should never have been put forward because as the report itself reveals there was no crime to have appointed a special prosecutor to investigate and according to the special counsel law you need to have a crime to appoint the person to investigate unless you the democrat party <laughs> so their own report actually proves that they should never have been empowered to do it. 
You want to talk about irony in all of this. That is a sad or beautiful irony that, that just what we said, there was no crime to investigate, and therefore there was no legitimate reason to appoint a special counsel. Well, there's a case of collusion between the Democrat Party and the United okay. States government. Well, that is a whole <laughs> other thing, okay? And this, and I don't want to stray too far from this, because that presumably is going to be handled in the Inspector General's report, which if it's as, shall we say, disappointing to the Democrats as this report is, they're in a whole heap of trouble. Okay, because he's looking into actually things that you're talking about, the misuse of the Justice Department, the FBI, FISA court, all of that. None of that was looked at in this. Okay, so I don't want to get too far away. But you're right, and that hopefully is coming with the IG report. And if it's anything like this report, they're in a heap of doo-doo. Okay, and uh, so I want to do go ahead and take a break and see if I can reset this doggone uh, stupid YouTube thing over here. And uh, so we got the full, you know, uh, amplage, amperage or amplification of the message here tonight. You are listening to the American Adversaries. This is why I love Sunday Night Radio. You know, we, we get the first, you know, taste of the apple with this on radio anyway. So I guarantee you tomorrow and the rest of the week, you're going to hear echoes of tonight's show right here. The American Adversaries radio show on a Sunday night, three hour classic tour live. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at HerringCPA.com. Nearly everyone loves Italian food, but those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home-cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations-old family recipes. Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, Taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, four miles west of I-4 on 436. 407-774-8080, the most authentic Italian food in Central Florida. and gentlemen we're back without Chris uh, he's still busy trying to get YouTube up and running but you know what do you expect it's a left-wing operation and we're right-wing radio so while he's busy with that 
you can always call in. Don't forget the number to call, 407-774-8255. Or, you, you, you know, if you want to be anonymous, you can still call and just give Jeff a different name, and we can do it that way. You know, we'd love to see your reaction on, on, on what we're talking about. You know, be a part of the team. Oh, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Do I have my microphone? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Is my microphone on? Uh, Your mic is about to go on. Here we are. Okay. All right. Now, we are back up, and we are now on YouTube. So you can access us via our Facebook page. That's American Adversaries. Just go there, and you can access the YouTube channel there or go directly to YouTube. That's American Adversaries on YouTube. Okay. So... Once again, we are here. We are live tonight. That is Aubrey Khan. I am Christopher Hart. Lair Adams has arrived. He'll be joining us here in the studio momentarily. As Aubrey said, you can also join us by phone. I want to go back to the report. Once again, it came out this afternoon, right about 3.35, 3.40, and uh, everybody is just now kind of getting a, it's just now really sinking in as to what it said and what it didn't say. And I want to go over it a little bit more, and then we'll discuss the implications about it. Once again, this was uh, the Democrats' team, and the irony is, is the report itself or the, the investigation itself revealed that there was no crime to investigate. And in that sense, the special counsel was an illegal, import, uh, an illegal appointment. And because this special counsel law was a result of the Ken Starr investigation, They used to be called special prosecutors, and they used to be appointed by a federal judge. Now they're called special counsels, and they're appointed by the attorney general's office. It's a big difference. Perhaps a federal judge, I don't know, the way these FISA judges just rubber stamp things. I was just going to say, it depends on who the judge is. Presumably a decent federal judge that knew what his job was all about would want to see some evidence of an actual crime before he would... Uh, legitimately appoint, but nonetheless, uh, we're here now, and the result, as I said, the Russians did try via disinformation and hacking, and they did try to help the Trump campaign. They did not. They failed, and they're not saying uh, they didn't find. They just they're saying there was no connection, and that they tried and failed to succeed. So it appears as though they were pretty thorough about the way they went about this. And once again, the fact that they hired a bunch of witch hunters, and this is the conclusion, actually gives the conclusion even that much more legitimacy, which is beautiful. And the, uh, and then as far as the Trump campaign or anyone associated with it conspiring, colluding, or in any way being connected with the Russians, they did not find any evidence of that. They did not establish any connection with the Russians at all. And that is in the letter today. No, they did not find, they did not establish any connection whatsoever. And given the fact, as I said, that the Russians were trying, they found that the Russians were actually trying to help. And the, the Trump campaign, for whatever reason, was ignorant of it or turned it away. That wasn't specified in today's letter. Presumably it is in the report, and we may know later. But uh, those efforts failed. So no collusion, nothing like that. Then there is the part uh, about obstruction of justice. And what 
The letter states is the Mueller report did not draw a conclusion as to whether the president obstructed justice or not. What the Mueller report did was list what I call the pros and cons. In other words, the case for and against. They, they, they laid out both cases, and, or, or at least perspective sides of each case as part of the Mueller report. And then said it was, it, they left it unresolved because it opened up very difficult legal issues that they were not evidently prepared to address. So they left it up to the attorney general to make the call on whether he should charge for obstruction of justice, giving him the evidence, the case, if you will, for both sides. Here's why you might want to charge that he obstructed justice. Here's why you might not want to charge. And in that itself, they made the case that you don't want to charge or allege that the president committed obstruction of justice. In other words, if they had so many reasons to create doubt in their own minds, they know that there's no way in the world that a jury would with, with the requirement being beyond reasonable doubt, be able to come back with a conviction. Which is why they said insufficient evidence. They left it open in case people wanted to delve deeper into it. Well, I, I suppose you could look at it that way. Certainly the Mueller report left it open. Barr did not. He said they are not going to and go forward because uh, there is insufficient evidence that there was any action that constituted obstruction of justice. And they made a couple of cases, too, today, briefly, in, and this was toward the tail end of the report, uh, I mean, the letter about the report. And, uh, and, and Larry, you're going to have to pull a microphone over there to you, please. Larry Adams has joined us in the studio. Sorry, I'm late. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. You were on fire, dude. That was great. Well, got it. Well, I just want to just explain what the letter said today, and we'll get the letter and put it up on our Facebook page. So I said the letter that was issued today by the Attorney General is four pages. It was written with the cooperation of Rod Rosenstein. And so he said that uh, he gave basically, they, they laid out a couple of reasons why, uh, this is my word, it would be ludicrous to go forward with the obstruction of justice. And one of the reasons was what the president has been saying. There was no collusion. There was no crime to ob obstruct an investigation into. <laughs> it's, in other words, they're saying, if you're going to go before a court and say he tried to obstruct justice and the judge looks at it and says, well, what crime was he trying to prevent you from discovering? Then, well, there wasn't one. Case dismissed. Well, we haven't discovered the crime yet. Well, they could make that case, but the Mueller, it's over. It's, okay? He, as far as this goes, collusion, the shift, and all these guys, they can keep, but they're just going to be digging their own graves. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. Well, they made another case of the why obstruction of justice is not doesn't make any sense to pursue that. One, there was no crime to obstruct an investigation into. And two, the so-called obstruction happened in open public. Everybody could see it. And their reasoning was, if you were actually trying to obstruct an investigation, you wouldn't do it in the wide open. So basically what they are saying is, Trump is a different kind of guy. And he wasn't obstructing justice. He was just being, and this is my words, an obnoxious person from New York. 
He was being Trump. He was being Trump. Which I and don't you recall a, a law against that. Exactly. Although there should be against New Yorkers. <laughs> well, 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 Chris, this that is... was from Auburn College, South Africa. <laughs> this, is, this is an odd take on this that I've, uh, that I've been getting, is you saw how the Kavanaugh hearings went. Yep. Now, it was proven the guy was not a rapist. He was not. I mean, it was just ridiculous. However, all Democrats went away thinking, oh, everything this woman said was right, and he was still wrong. The same thing's going to happen with Trump. Everybody can prove there's no collusion. Everybody can, you know, show the evidence that there was nothing there. But they'll still walk away with the fact, oh, there's got to be something. Because uh, I can't be proven wrong. As, as the Democrats are all about feelings, well, as, where the Republicans are about facts. Well, it's just different F words. And as a matter of fact, what you're saying, Larry, today, we're already seeing playing out in the headlines. Oh, and yeah. you can see it right here. And this is a Fox one now. And so this take has already been out there on MSNBC. SNBC, ABC, CNN. I'm going to read you the Fox. This is the uh, the little headline thing Scroll. here. It says, Bar letter. Mueller finds no ev the evidence of Russia conspiracy does not exonerate the president. Okay? Does not exonerate right. the president. Oh, BS. It does every bit that. Okay? But now... Oh, as, they got to throw the T's out. As I said, in the letter, Barr says that the report does not exonerate him, nor does it indict him. What they did was they laid out the case for either side. And basically the side for charging him is all of the stuff that he did in the open. The Lester Holt interview, where he talked about Comey and the Russia thing. Well, if you listen to the whole interview, he makes it quite clear that he wasn't trying to obstruct the Justice Department. He was trying to get rid of James Comey. He knew the investigation was going to go on without Comey. He knew what was going to happen at the FBI wouldn't stop because he fired James Comey. He fired Comey because he was a lousy FBI director and everybody wanted him fired. He, part, thought, he thought the Democrats were going to pat him on the back for it. And part of the deep state. Exactly. Yeah. And so basically what they said was it, it, it's pretty hard to obstruct justice when you're just out there in the wide open making your feelings known. And by the way, there was no crime to obstruct an investigation into. Well, here's the latest thing I've heard, Chris, is uh, the Democrats are going to say that Trump caused all of this all of this controversy himself. Yeah. He created this. Well, and well, that it's really all his can't be their fault. It was his fault. <laughs> well it's strange that you mention that because this whole investigation started before he became president. And it was started by the Obama administration. Well it was started it was started by the Justice Department and the FBI under the Obama administration. Yep. We don't know how high up in the Obama administration it went. Okay, we do know that according to Lisa Page, they were very interested in exonerating Hillary Clinton, but it was the FBI that primarily opened the investigation into counterintelligence. But he, he President Obama was also involved with emails with them, was he not? That, that doesn't mean he started this investigation. There's absolutely no indication that the Obama administration, quote unquote, had anything to do with starting this Russia collusion hoax. Purposefully, he may have been on a need-to-know basis. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The White House says the Justice Department letter summarizing special counsel Robert Mueller's report is a complete exoneration of President Donald Trump. 
In a statement, Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says Mueller did not find any collusion and did not find any obstruction. In fact, Mueller did not make a determination on whether President Trump committed obstruction of justice. Cyclone Adai's death toll has risen above 750 in three southern African countries, hit 10 days ago by the storm as workers restore electricity, water, and try to prevent outbreak of cholera, cholera. That, according to authorities in Mozambique, the number of dead has risen to 446 people, while there are 259 dead in Zimbabwe and at least 56 people dead in Malawi for a three-nation total of 761. This is SRN News. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of the April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to allbritishcarclub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Do you or someone you love have difficulty getting in and out of bed? Are you worried about falling? Then visit Relax and Comfort and see the all-new My Freedom Lift Bed. It's the perfect marriage of a lift chair with an adjustable bed. The My Freedom Lift Bed can sit you up and stand you up without assistance from others. With the touch of a button, it'll position you for easy transfer to a scooter or wheelchair or touch another button and enjoy a soothing massage or have it stand you fully upright. The My Freedom Lift Bed is tax-exempt with a doctor's prescription and in-home setup is available nationwide. And you'll only find it at Relax and Comfort. Ask about the special no-interest financing options and mention promo code American Adversaries to get 50% off Maloof Bamboo Bed Linens or Essential Oil Sleep Pillows. Relax and Comfort is family-owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Visit RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Guarantee your independence with the My Freedom Lift Bed. Relaxandcomfort.com, 321-329-3118. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366 6499. That's 407 366 6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. 
We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida. NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. everybody this is your queen of professional wrestling casey carlisle and you're listening to the american adversaries political professional wrestling show on orlando's worl 105.5 fm 660 am the answer all right we're back we're live on a sunday evening three-hour classic tour coming to you from the relaxing comfort studios in beautiful central florida this is why we live here days like today this weekend all right, so we got Aubrey Khan, Lair Adams, and myself, Christopher Hart in the studio. Jeff's on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. And don't forget, we'll be here live until 8 o'clock. And then you got Mark Walters and Armed American Radio coming up after that. And by the way, you know those bump stocks, I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday this week, they actually become illegal. Right, they've been banned. Right, mm-hmm. so if you have one as of Tuesday or Wednesday, you will be a felon if you are in possession of such bump stock. All right, so the uh, once again, the, the letter from uh, the Attorney General today listing the so-called principal conclusions of the Mueller report is out, and it does exonerate and vindicates the president on the conclusion, I'm sorry, collusion or any kind of conspiracy with the Russians or anything having to do with that. As we were going to the break, we were talking about the part about the obstruction of justice. And you were making a point as we went into the break uh, that, uh, you know, this is going to be, you know, the way people feel about this already, you know, sure. a lot of that's going to play into how they see this. And that's where that second part is going to still feed the, the you know, the mainstream media and the conspiracy, you know, the, You've the people. You've got to have that conspiracy to sell right. newspapers and for people, right. to, they just can't give up the fact that, oh, I was wrong. Right. Once again, the Mueller report does leave the question open as to whether the president so-called obstructed justice or not. They did not draw a conclusion. They said it raised difficult legal issues. And one of the difficult legal issues they were referring to was, can you indict a sitting president? Okay? And they didn't address that. They, that is, but they did evidently take that into consideration as to whether they would or wouldn't and why they didn't. But the attorney general makes it very clear that regardless of that policy that didn't even that didn't even enter into his thinking or Rosenstein's thinking when they determined that no there's no there's nothing here for obstruction of justice now the evidence does not what they say clearly exonerate the president but there's no evidence of obstruction of justice and once again, the reasoning that they used was, for one, there was no crime uh, to obstruct an investigation into, and therefore what the president was doing was just being, in a legal sense, obnoxious. Well, well Chris, uh, if, if I'm wrong, please tell me, but their job wasn't to exonerate the president. 
Their job is to find a crime, is to find something wrong. They're not out there to say, oh, well, gosh, we were wrong, and boy, this poor guy was innocent. No, they have one job, to find out the crime. And it, this whole nonsense of they didn't exonerate the president, it's not their job. And that is exactly why there is something called the Federal Privacy Act. Uh, that's that's the 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 the, the 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 street version of it. I don't know what the, the actual name of it is, but that is why the policy at the Justice Department and the FBI has been for decades, you do not reveal the outcome of an investigation if you don't indict someone for the very reason you're talking about. Because you're... If you reveal the details of the investigation, you'll reveal the, the thinking and the leads you are pursuing and the things. And so it's just like this. There'll be some things, well, yeah, that looked kind of like a crime, but no, on this side it didn't. And, but the person that you're talking about doesn't have the opportunity to defend themselves like they would have in a court of law. And just like this, the president now has to resort to Twitter and public opinion to exonerate himself from this. You see? And Mark Levin was just making the case we were listening to. This is referring to what you're talking about. He talked about how Leon Jaworski in Watergate, when he was the special prosecutor for Watergate, he openly stated, I'm not going to write anything in my report that has anything negative to do with anybody if I don't indict him. So if that were the case, they should never have written this part about obstruction of justice into the Mueller report because they couldn't come to a conclusion. Therefore, it wasn't right for them to, they did what James Comey did. When James Comey came out on July the 5th, 2016, and he said, uh, yeah, Hillary Clinton did this and she did that and she did all of these other things, but nobody would prosecute her. You don't do that. That's against the law, and it's against Justice Department policy. He did it then, and they just sort of did it again right now. But it's been done, and, uh, and, and, and but the, the real dagger in the heart of the Democrats and the liberals in the media is the no collusion, no Russian, no nothing. No, it just wipes all of that away. <laughs> Indeed, it does. Indeed, it does. That, that won't stop them, by the way. No, because they'll still talk about he was under suspicion of collusion. Well, no, that that uh, once again, that that argument is not going to fly. No, They're but it'll still to... make headlines, and they will still they will still use it. Right. Because that's the Democrat way. It, yes. uh, no, I, I disagree with you, oh. because this is so damning that there was no collusion, no connection, no nothing. They're going to have to go away from that. They don't want to remind people of that. They're going to want to remind people of the other part about obstruction of justice. That's why we're seeing the headline here, uh, not exonerated, like hell he wasn't. When it comes to collusion, he was totally exonerated, no question about it. That's why they're going to run away from that. We're going to start hearing about the obstruction of justice. They're even going to start tiptoeing away from that as they go for the Deutsche Bank. The, yes. The things that he's done in his business life before he ever became president of the United States. Because that and that thing with the Stormy Daniels, because they got that idiot Cohen to uh, admit to uh, plead guilty to something that wasn't even a crime. You see? This is, this is how desperate they will now become. And this report 
is not going to help them. Now, what they're going to hope to find in the, because the Democrats are saying, well, we don't want just this letter and we don't want a summary. We want the whole report, nothing but the report, and all this evidence that you compiled with these 40 investigators and 19 plus yourself makes 20 prosecutors and all of these subpoenas and all this stuff. We want it all so that they can then find something else, some other thread that they'll go off into and say, see, if we didn't do all that, we wouldn't be here. But Chris, see how desperate they are. This is this is kind of a one-two punch, a double bite in the butt. You've got this report, and what happened before that? The wonderful economic news. Oh, boy. That was the biggest thing that was a, a, a stab to their heart that they could have ever had. So you have two of these together, I see some desperation here. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, the Democrats yesterday were on a, a conference call with one another, the whole Democratic caucus, which means as all is the House, House representatives and the Senate trying to figure out what in the world are they going to do. Evidently, they were probably getting some bits and pieces through the grapevine that uh, get ready, no collusion, no nothing. And there's not going to be any charges or anything for obstruction of justice. And this kind of puts it right in Pelosi's lap because you better believe the media is going to be out there going, but he wasn't exonerated. Uh, and, and by the way, you know, the, you, you and the Congress have a different responsibility. It's not just as an illegal thing, but is this obstruction in a political sense that you're going to impeach him for? So they're going to want impeachment based on this flimsy little bit of something here. But she's been backpedaling for over a week now. Well, she has because I think she's seen she, handwriting she on the wall. Yeah, she they knew, knew this. This right. was not a big surprise. All right, let's take Johnny's phone call. Johnny, thank you for calling tonight. I appreciate you being out there for us. Yeah, when it comes to Comey, um, I mean, it's not like he got shipped off to the gulag or anything, right? Nope, not yet anyway. <laughs> he still has his security clearances. How yeah. could he being fired actually stop the investigation? They can always call him back in, right? You're absolutely right. Now, subsequently, I think he was one of the ones that the president took off the took list. his uh, security clearance away. I, I think he and Brennan and a couple of others. Uh, but he that did. was much later. But, but it, you're right. right. But you're right. Yeah, absolutely. As far as Comey firing, uh, obstructing the investigation, no way it could happen. As a matter of fact, as it turned out, the Comey firing amped up the investigation. Because it was due to the Comey firing that the special counsel was appointed. There was right, no right. crime to investigate. He was appointed basically because he fired Comey. So there was no obstruction. No, he started. He, he, Absolutely he, none. No, he increased the investigation many fold. So anyway, you had another comment, did you? Well, you, that that was really pretty much it. You know, yeah, if he's but, still around. Yeah. It's not, it's not, he can still be subpoenaed and, and, and brought into any investigation. So how, how he could be a part of the obstruction makes absolutely no sense. And, and Only I a dumbed-down public would well, believe that. I believe you're right. And I believe what yeah. Barr did in the, the final portion there, right before the very conclusion, where they talk about there's insufficient evidence, he basically makes the case in a very polite, legalistic way, you have to be a moron to think that this was obstruction of justice. <laughs> 
Okay, that's what he does. He said that. That's what he does because he says there's no crime to obstruct an investigation into. The guy was just a bellicose buffoon, basically, out there. There was no obstruction. And when I say bellicose buffoon, that's not my, I'm just, you know, characterizing what, what the implication was. In other words, Trump was out there in the public doing this. That's not how you obstruct an investigation. You don't do it right out yep. in the wide open. And so that's he, exactly right. he like they said, they didn't ship him to the gulag. Right. He, he, he laughed. He laughed it off. What Barb yep. did yep. is he basically laughed it off. Well, thank you, Johnny. I appreciate you okay. being out there and your persistence. Yep. Thank you, yep. sir. All right. Thanks, I do, okay. I do have to take a break. When we come back, we'll have uh, Dave's phone call. You can join us as well. 407-774-8255. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, no collusion. This is a huge, big victory for the president and a huge defeat for the Democrats that they set themselves up for. They set themselves up for, and this is the way. And their constituents. Right. And and I'll say this for the Mueller team. They did their best to get the president, but at the end of the day, they had to go home empty-handed. Ain't it beautiful? Ain't it beautiful? Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to All BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I want to introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon. And by the way, his patients love him. I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up. Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations, call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141 today. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know that one of the biggest investments we'll make in life is the house we choose to make our home. So why make this investment without knowing exactly what you're getting into? That's where Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections comes in. He'll make sure that excitement over the purchase of a house or rental property or commercial property doesn't turn into a nightmare after you take the keys. To get the most thorough and complete inspection, go to orlandoshomeinspector.com or just call Aubrey Kahn at 321-624-0254. Don't roll the dice on your home purchase. Remember, call Aubrey Kahn at 321-624-0254. 
That's right. They don't know how he does it, but he does it. Donald Trump, once again, victorious. <laughs> and not in the game of pinball. <laughs> no. All right. Let's go back to the line. Although uh, it is back and forth. Indeed it is. Let's go back to the lines. Dave is up next. Hey, Dave, how you doing tonight? Thank you for calling. Well, I have a question for you. Um, now, I haven't listened to any of the other reports as to what the Mueller letter says or the summary, but just listening to what you've provided so far. In all the investigations I've ever done, when you get an allegation, you go to the federal statute and you say, okay, what are the elements of proof to prove or disprove the charge? And then you go about finding the independent evidence to either corroborate the allegation or to say there's nothing here. And you don't write a summary saying, well, there could be a case for him or there not there wouldn't be a case. Right. If the if the evidence isn't there, every summary we've ever written in OSI was yes, the elements were proven or no they weren't. We didn't go halfway in between. So this letter makes no sense to me. If well, I were the attorney general, I would go back to the Mueller team and say, was it proven or was it not? Right. Yes or no? All right. There can't be an, an in-between. Well, I think he made that conclusion himself. Now, the letter is from the attorney general about the report, but you're right. In the, yes, but in the, based in on the, report, the summary that he received. Right. In the report, they do evidently, and, and once again, this is I'm gleaning this from the letter. He says that in the report, they did not draw a conclusion as to obstruction of justice. But what they did was they laid out the case for and the case against. As I said, as you're saying, that's improper. It's not for it Mueller no to do that. Exactly. That's the, well, see, that's, that's where the investigator's job well, see, to draw a conclusion right. as to, okay, you got an allegation. You right. are tasked to go either confirm it or refute it. Well, this is that's where I, this is where I think that they are doing what Lion, Leak, and Thieve, and Jim Boy Comey did on July the fifth, well, twenty sixteen, yeah, is yeah. that they're trying to have an effect on things. When it's really not their place to do that, as you're arguing, you're absolutely right. They're, I guarantee you, they are very disappointed. The Mueller team has got to be brokenhearted because the they, had to, they had to come out and say no collusion. But at least they could then come back with the obstruction. And instead of basically saying no obstruction either, they then did this little tiptoe dance here, which they know is going to allow the Democrats and the media to sink their teeth into. They did exactly. this and that's purposely. Why the Attorney General, that's why the Attorney General should go back to Mueller and say, look, did this definitively... Well, were these allegations proven or not? Well, I think he, say yes or no. Well, I think he basically is. I, you're, you're probably right that he he could do that and maybe should. I think he just determined that let's get this done and get it over with. I think, as a matter of fact, and I said this before, I think the fact that this investigation is now over has a great deal to do with the fact that William Barr is now the Attorney General. I think he one of the first things he did was meet with Mueller. And I'm certain he said, okay, what do you got? Tell me what you got. Where are you going? Okay, you got nothing. Let's end this thing. And he had to go back and tell the prosecutors, well, I'm sorry, folks, the gig is up. And so they had to write a report. And they had to admit that they had nothing on collusion. But then that bill, that that pill was bitter enough to swallow. They they couldn't swallow the second bitter pill, which is what you're saying they should have done. And you're absolutely right, legally speaking and morally speaking.
But so what they did was they did this little tiptoe dance with, oh, maybe he obstructed justice. Oh, maybe not. Knowing yes, that the fine. media was going to sink their teeth into that part of the report, and now they can ignore the rest of it. But by allowing Mueller to tap dance the way he is, yeah. instead of coming out definitively on both allegations, one way or the other, it leaves this sore open to well, be festered and fed upon by the press and all the other Democrats, well, where he should have come down, the attorney general should have come down and said, is there any any evidence of well, once again, he, No. Well, he, Obstruction he, of justice? No. And he, End of story. Well, he made that determination himself. He didn't bother to give it back to Mueller and say, go back and do this right. He just made it himself. And as I said... But he should it, have made Mueller well, okay, do it. I understand, it I understand, but what I'm trying to tell you is he wants to get this done, finished, zipped up, and over with. And if you send yeah. it back to them, now you're going to prolong the whole mess, just make it that much longer and that much more complicated. You're going to get more legalese. So he, he made the determination himself, and as I said, in his letter, in a very polite way, he makes fun of the fact that they couldn't figure this out. He said, look, there's no way you're going to get a conviction because, for one, there was no crime to obstruct an investigation into. You found that out yourselves. And for two, the, the so-called behavior that you quote as obstruction, he did in the open public. Everybody could see it. But for 42 investigators... Well, to come up with this wishy-washy, maybe, possibly, could be. Well, once again, definitive statement is obscene. Uh, well, I understand, and I thank you for your call. Uh, I appreciate all right, I'll it. Be listening. Okay, I understand it, but once again, these people were very partisan, and I guarantee you, they're very disappointed that they weren't able to nail Trump, and so they're trying to hang at least a little something on him. All right, let's go to Don. He's up next. How you doing tonight, Don? Appreciate you hey. being out there. I'm doing great. Good. I'm calling to thank Dave for calling in. I've known of Dave for probably oh, 20 years or more. Uh, he is a very smart man, and he knows what he's talking about. You, you, you Sounded really, like it. <laughs> you need to give him uh, 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 credence for what he has to say. Well, I did. Uh, number two, uh, why do I support Donald Trump uh, in my middle 80s? I have experience in government, in politics in the news business, in uh, criminal justice and everything else, and here's the one guy in all of these years who is a patriot and has the courage to stand up against them all, uh, come hell or high water, as I would do if I were able, and using Twitter is the best tool he's got to get straight through to people. And I support Trump totally, and I hope he succeeds He's got an impossible task trying to drain what we call the swamp, the swamp that I've fought against since I was eight or nine years old because I came up in a political family and I understood about politics. So that's that's. Well, thank I'm, you, Dave, for calling. Well, thank I'm, you for hanging in there. All right, well, I want to thank th you guys for being on the air. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, hey, hey, I've been listening to you. Since day one, I know you have, Don, and I appreciate that so very much. And you yeah, have to try, you guys. you'd have to okay. try really hard to hurt our feelings. But yeah, I, I know we. But thank you very much. And and to, I, I want to put a, an exclamation point on your remark about the president, and the way he stood tall and strong in all of this, and called it out for what it was. And it's because he knew that he didn't do anything wrong. And if you know you haven't done anything wrong, there is no reason to back down from your defiance. 
And as a matter of fact, uh, some of the media are, are now describing him as he's defiant tonight. He's being defiant. Well, why shouldn't he be? Right? Why shouldn't exactly. he be? Just like exactly. Coke, Kavanaugh. I, I, my first year in really covering politics up close and personal from federal, state to local level, I reached the conclusion I told my wife, you know what? My generality is going to be there's no such thing as an honest politician. And maybe somewhere along the way, year to year, there might be an exception. And Trump, with all of his faults and everything else, is one I would put in the category of he's trying to do for us. He really is trying. And that's an exception. Indeed it is. All right. Thank you, Don. God bless you. Okay. Thank you for being out there all this time. We really appreciate you. Take care. You, uh, you too. Thank you. And you and your wife. And so, uh, you know, we're going to have to take a break here in a minute, but we'll come back on the next side and we'll talk a little bit about what now, what does this mean, politically speaking, for instance, uh, for the Democrats and what maybe they should do or will do from here. They've made it very clear that so far anyway, with the exception of Nancy Pelosi making noise that impeachment they may not be what they want to do, but they still want to press ahead with investigations. They still want, they're demanding the whole report, you know, and they, you better be careful what you wish for in this case, because the first part of that report is just going to be a lot of stuff about how the Russians didn't succeed in trying to conclude, conclude, collude with, with, uh, with the president. That's not going to be very good for your cause, but of course, they're, they're hoping that that obstruction of justice portion will do the trick. Especially if something comes out about the previous administration. Well, that's yet well, to come from the inspector that, general, yeah. That and will they allow the total report to be released to the public? That is an important I consideration. Think I think it's pretty clear that that is exactly what is going That's to happen. That's what Trump is prepared to do. All right. Well, we'll, we're prepared to take a break, but we'll be back on the other side. In a time when all seemed lost, a voice rose from the wilderness, a voice rooted in our unique form of government. A confident voice filled with hope and inspiration that grows louder and louder while articulating the truth for all to hear. It is the voice to be reckoned with. It is the American Adversaries Radio Show, featuring your host, political scholar and philosopher Christopher Hart, co-host, South African-American patriot Aubrey Kahn, News Talk Divas Kathy Santamassino and Patricia Summerlin, and more. Now, sit back and enjoy the American Adversaries. president has to take this nonsense about collusion anymore. Thanks for tuning in to the American Adversaries. We're now in hour number two of our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. All right, we got Lair Adams along with Aubrey Kahn and myself, Christopher Hart, now joined by Kathy Santomasino. The token female of the bunch. <laughs> and just, is, uh, sorry, is that token or token? 
<laughs> E-N-O-I-N. I think it's E-N. E-N. <laughs> All right, we got Jeff on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. All right. Uh, we have obviously been talking about the letter from the Attorney General today about the Mueller report. And i uh, just summarize it again real quickly, and then we'll sort of move away into what it means, politically speaking. Um, the report is four, I'm sorry, the letter is four pages long. Don't know how long the report is, but evidently the report is in two parts. The first part is about Russia collusion. The second part is about obstruction of justice. And the part about Russia collusion, they did not find any uh, evidence that any uh, or establish any connection that with anybody in the Trump campaign or anybody associated with it with the Russians. And presumably, this means Papadopoulos and all these other people, Flynn and everything, uh, did not collude with the Russians to affect the outcome of the election. However, however, what did they find anything about Hillary Clinton? Once again. That is not, none of that is in this report. Of okay? course not. All That's right. my okay. point. Right. Well, okay. And I understand point well taken, but that wasn't the purpose of what he was supposed to do. Oh, so let's I not know. stray away from that. Okay. Let's stay on focus here. That presumably is being handled by the Inspector General Horowitz and his report should be out soon. And of course, no one knows. But as I said earlier in the show, if it is of the same tenor as this, in other words, if it is actually a good investigation and goes into the things that you referred to, it's going to be bad news for the former members of the Justice Department and maybe Hillary Clinton. Um, once again, what she did during the campaign, I don't think I've seen anything that her campaign did that was illegal. Now, hiring Fusion GPS to get dirt on Trump, that's legal. It's collusion. No, it's not. The FISA memo was not legal. Now, if, 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 if Fusion GPS was colluding with the Russians, which presumably they were doing because they hired Christopher Steele, and Christopher Steele was going to the, his Russian connections to get the dirt, that is a form of collusion. But even then, there is nowhere in the fe federal statutes... It's not a crime. I that, agree. Right. That's why I say it doesn't appear that anything yeah. she did in the campaign was illegal. No. As a matter of fact, a law was broken by the FBI director, as I've been saying since the day he did it on July 5th, 2016, which really royally screwed her. Okay? So she's a victim in the campaign and all of this, too, in a sense. Yes. All right? Now, in terms of what she did as Secretary of State, that's entirely different. Okay? That has nothing to do with any of this stuff. Agreed. Okay, has nothing to do with what happened in 2016. All of that happened while she was Secretary of State prior to 2012, okay? And the foundation and all of that business, all right? So that's all separate. Getting back to this, first part of the report finds no collusion, no connection, even though they say, according to Barr, they made, the Russians made multiple offers to assist the Trump campaign. They were all either failed uh, because the Trump people didn't know what, what was happening or they were rejected. The letter doesn't specify. Presumably the report itself does. So that's the first part of the report blows the whole collusion argument out of the water. It just totally decimates it. It, it pretty much couldn't have done a better job to blow it off, which is why I believe the special counsel decided to do part two 
which is what we were just talking about earlier with this caller Dave. And that is this stuff about obstruction of justice. They should have simply said, we found no evidence to conclude that there was obstruction of justice. Instead, what they did was they listed the case for it and the case against it and said there are legal issues here that we're not certain of. And you got this thing about whether the president can or can't be. So they left the door wide open and they gave the Democrats something that they can sink their teeth into and the liberal media. But Barr himself went on along with, he said, Rosenstein concluded, co uh, 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 concurred, concurred with his uh, opinion that there's no obstruction of justice. And he basically laughed it off by saying, for one, there was no crime. So how can you obstruct? And this is an argument the president's been making. And then he went on to say that the uh, obstruction behavior was done in open public. There's no way that this can be really construed as obstructions, there will be no charges. Well, well they're, they're actually, Chris, trying to say this, the, the statements that Trump made while this investigation was going on about how ridiculous all of this was, that that in itself is a form of obstruction, and it's almost childish. It is. Uh, and looking at it, I mean, I can't imagine any legal body looking at that and saying that wasn't totally uh, political. Well, the fact that the report evidently lays out a case for and a case against makes the case itself that there is no case there right if they're making if they're if they're saying there's as much reason to say there there was or wasn't then what they're saying is there isn't in other words, if they can't tell if there was or wasn't, then there isn't anything. And their job is to find out if there is evidence. And they're not coming out and saying, well, there is no evidence. But obviously, that's what the, 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 the ending result is. There is no evidence that they have that they could convict him on. Well, that's the bottom line, because what they also say is that there was plenty of evidence that he didn't. And once again, the, the attorney general himself says, I'm not going to charge him because he didn't have any crime. He's not going to walk into a court and expect a jury to convict somebody of obstructing an investigation into something that wasn't a crime. So the report itself damns their efforts. But the. And it also damns Schiff's um, speculation that there is Russian collusion. Up till two days ago, he was still saying. There was. Oh, in a very big way. Does it ever? Uh, his credibility, as far as the collusion business, is, is, is gone. He needs to look up the definition of it. Well, well, and this belies the statement Barack Obama made of, well, anybody who thinks Russians could affect our, you know, our election, um, they're, it's a foolish notion. And, and I've been saying for a long time, we've been that he was right. Yes. <laughs> That's and the, the Democrats hate that, that he said that. Exactly. But he was right. He was absolutely right. They wouldn't even listen to their own guy. And and they point that out in, in this report as well. At, at least that's what we can glean from the four. Once again, it's just a four-page letter today that was compiled by Barr and Rosenstein together, and they concurred on everything in this. So there's there's – and by the way – and this was, I think, reported prior to this letter, but it was confirmed in the letter that everywhere, everything Mueller wanted to look into, he was allowed to look into. No, none of the attorney generals uh, or Rosenstein stood in his way. Can I ask you a question? Because this has been bugging me since the report was released. 
They're saying, but Trump wasn't exonerated. I thought you're only exonerated if you're indicted for a crime. How could he be exonerated if there was no crime? Well, and that's that's part of the problem that they have. But uh, and and I do believe uh, that the the special counsel lawyers put this stuff in there about obstruction of justice so that they could leave it to be a controversial thing. And you're absolutely right. They they simply should have said, as, as in terms of obstruction of justice, there was not enough evidence to determine there was any obstruction of justice, and just leave it, leave it at that. But they had to go on and say that the evidence does not exonerate him, nor does it uh, rise to the level of indicting him. But that is, we've talked about, is the whole reason of the Privacy Act is you don't put that out in public because the person you're talking about doesn't really have a way to respond to it. Now, Trump will with Twitter and all of that, but it was the same thing with Hillary Clinton. And with her, Comey did it right in the throes of a presidential campaign. And, and I said that, that night, I said, you know, he screwed Hillary Clinton today whether he knew it or not. And, yeah. and, and it was, it, 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 it's, it, so it, it wasn't right to do it to her. It's not right to do it to Trump, but they've done it. So, but once again, Barr is not going to pursue these charges, and I don't believe that the Democrats in Congress are going to either. I guarantee you, uh, they're together tonight trying to figure out what now. Mm-hmm. What? How do they pick up the pieces? How do we pick up the pieces? Do and and the 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 argument's going to be one or the basically one of two options: double down on the investigations, which they've already basically bought into, or try to move away from all of this and put it behind them and begin to run on something more productive, shall we say, for 2020. Because if they thought that this was going to help them win the presidency in 2020, those thoughts just went out the window. Because I guarantee you, no matter what they're going to try to do with this obstruction thing, it's not going to, it's not going to resonate, especially when the, the no collusion was really what this thing was all about. Well, if there's going to be no further indictments, what about Roger Stone? Well, he's still on the hook. Uh, his indictment's already out there. He's already in the, system, the legal system. He's he's already being, you know, uh, it's already being processed, so to speak. Well, um, but there will be no more, and there aren't any sealed ones either. And well, I got to tell you, I've heard, I've talked to so many Democrats that have been telling me, you just wait. Next is Trump's son-in-law and his daughter. Well, that's next. And next on the indictment, you just wait. Once they're indicted, that's going to sh- and it's gone. It's gone right out of their heads. It's like poof. What were you going to say? I was going to say <clears throat> excuse me that um wouldn't this throw a wrench in the whole Roger Stone case because collusion has been well, they did as, taken off the table. And once again, this is just gleaned <laughs> from the four-page letter but evidently in the report, they allege that there was hacking by the Russians and that they were disseminating the information and the hacking was the DNC and, and Podesta. And if you remember, we were talking about this even during the campaign. It came out that the FBI had gone to the, both the Republican Party, the, the RNC and the DNC and said, we're afraid that the Russians are trying to mess sure. with you. Let us help you out. The RNC said, sure, come on in. Tell us what we can do to prevent that. The DNC said, no, thanks. Stay away. Three times the FBI attempted to. And their people said, no, thanks. Stay away. So the Russians get in and... 
Uh, and that's Trump's fault and, somehow, and, huh? And, well, we'll see. No, but they'll maybe try to make the case. But uh, And evidently in the report, they uh, allege that the Russians were disseminating the information via the Internet and WikiLeaks and other media outlets. And that's where the Roger Stone business comes in. So that's that's what that's referring to. Okay, so uh, but nonetheless, the fact that there was no collusion or any of that stuff, I'm sure they're going to try to bring up at the trial where the judge will allow that to come in or not. I don't know. Um, but once again, I'm not sure. Now, hacking is illegal, but I'm not sure the dissemination of that information to media outlets is. Right. So it's like you remember the uh, what was it the Pentagon Papers yeah uh, that were released in the Vietnam War sure. which which basically revealed the lies the generals were telling yep well the Pentagon that that information was stolen that was that was illegally gained but the courts it, determined that the New York Times and other media outlets that printed it were not liable because they had been given the information they didn't steal it yeah. so that may be a precedent. For your stone case. Even though it was considered top secret. Exactly. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the government wanted the, the New York Times held accountable because sure. even though it had been stolen, they said they shouldn't have ever, you know, printed it. Well, the court said, too bad. Yeah, they can. So we'll see if that uh, plays a difference in the Roger Stone case. But this is a huge victory for President Trump. There's no question about it. Uh, and the spinning, is uh, once again, has already begun by the liberal media. Uh, and once again, they're focusing on this obstruction nonsense. But as I said, there will be no charges from, from uh, William Barr. He's already made that clear, and he gave his reasons. He basically laughed it off. And uh, if the, if the uh, House of Representatives wants to pursue that, they can do it at their, their own uh, peril. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and get into some of the other political ramifications about this. Once again, a big day, big victory for President Trump, a fight that he didn't pick, but he sure enough won it. You are listening to the American Adversaries. we got a lot more to go right here on our Sunday evening three-hour tour. I hope you'll be going there with us. here from Vacation Travel Planners, a member of Cruise Planners with the latest vacation deals. Like Bahama Cruises from $249 per person. Or how about a seven-night Alaska cruise from $649 per person. On Celebrity Cruises, book a balcony or higher on a seven-night select Caribbean, Europe, or Alaska sailings and receive specialty dinner for two. Get free prepaid gratuities on select sailings with Oceana Cruises. Sandals and Beaches all-inclusive resorts are up to 65% off. Get free prepaid gratuities on select Avalon Waterways River Cruises. Give us a call at 321-251-4777. That's 321-251-4777. Or visit us at vacationtravelplanners.com. Keep listening to the American Adversaries for new travel specials every week. Bon voyage! Nearly everyone loves Italian food, but those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home-cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations-old family recipes. 
Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, four miles west of I-4 on 436. 407-774-8080, the most authentic Italian food in Central Florida. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida. NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. Show, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the American Adversaries on a Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. Don't forget, we're here live until eight o'clock. Four zero seven 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 four eight two five five is the number. The big news of the day, of course, is the Mueller report summary from the Attorney General is out, and now what is going to be the reaction of the Democrats and the liberal media? Well, obviously, they're focusing on the obstruction of justice port, but they realize that this is bad news. Jeffrey Tubin, even this afternoon, the ABC legal guy, oh. was on there. Uh, the George Stepp, I'll say this about ABC, they're the only network that cut into their regular programming to, to uh, you know, deliver the news of the Mueller report, the, the, the four-page letter summary, and uh, Tubin said, you know, when it comes to conclusion, when it comes to the collusion, this is a total, and this is his words now, a total vindication of the president. Wow. That's a big deal. Indeed ABC it is. ABC said that. Indeed it is. And how can you deny it? Until it, the next well, time. Well, see. And they that, dig something that, up. That brings us to the Democrats' response, and this is from Elizabeth Warren. She tweeted out a little while ago. We want to see the whole report, not just a summary written by the, and I quote now, hand-picked attorney general of President Trump. So she is now calling into question the attorney general, okay, because uh, he is, and by the way, he didn't draw these conclusions except that he's not going to pursue the obstruction of justice. The letter is describing what's in the report. So be careful what you wish for there, Lizzie. Right, Pocahontas, because what evidently is going to be in the report is the the evidence that backs up the fact that there was no collusion. And if you want that out there, the president's fine with that. 
hey, Chris, you also understand, of course, that now it's going to come out that after all this, don't forget, Mueller was a Republican. Comey was a Republican. <laughs> said, yeah. What we're talking about is these Republicans that were going after finding all this, and we put right. too much of our faith in these Republicans. Right. Well, the problem for them is, first of all, Mueller, yes. Uh, you may say, what, was he a rhino or whatever, but yeah, register Republican. But the 19 lawyers that he hired, no. No. Democrats. This is why, and by the way, uh, Jim Jordan was addressing this today. He was on a number of the morning shows, and of course, this was before the letter came out. And he said, look, this, this, everybody's been saying, wait for the Mueller report. Wait for the Mueller report. You've picked a guy. They picked their guy. He's next to Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kept oh, saying, yes. he's uh-huh. next to Jesus in terms of his, he's referring to his credibility. Yes. You see? And this is what really hurts the Democrats is, yeah, we've been questioning his credibility. And I believe rightfully so. It's because, just like what they did with Comey. They loved him and then they hated and him. And that's what's going to happen here. Because you're, you're, absolutely. Both, you're both absolutely right. Yep. They're now going to call. they already saying, well, we want to call him and Barr and all these people in and have him testify in front of Congress and all this other stuff. But once again, be careful what you wish for here. You know, it's kind of like the Michael Cohen testimony. Oh, he was going to be this and that and the other thing. Turns out the big news about Michael Cohen's testimony about lying to Congress is he came back and he lied to Congress again. And kept on lying to Congress. Indeed. So be careful what you wish for here, Democrats. But they think if they get the whole report and all the evidence, once again, they'll be able to cherry pick it and say, well, see, we did find this. And, well, we better look into that. And the problem for the Democrats is their base and the liberal media are going to want more investigations and they're going to want impeachment. Mm -hmm. Okay, the problem for the Democrat Party is it's not there and the public is not there Mm -mm. and they're going to be even more not there after this news really sinks in. No collusion. What do you mean? There was no collusion. Then then what are we going to impeach him for? Is he? So did you watch Donna Brazil on Fox earlier today? What a nightmare. She couldn't even answer the question Brett Baer posed to her. He said, well, now that the report's out and there was no collusion, do you accept Trump as your president? She couldn't answer the question. No. Yeah. And she, of all people, was uh, on ABC this morning talking about how we need to restore the credibility of our our elective process. Of course, she participated in the cheating. Shooting the destruction of it. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, this hypocritical self-righteousness is, is laughable. Uh, but so the... They're now going to be, you know, hanging their hopes that they'll find something in the evidence and the further investigations. But the problem for them is this is very damning because it cuts out the the really one thing. It the, cuts the, the legs out from underneath of Chris because yeah. that's all they were going on. They don't have a platform. They can't go on the economy. They can't go on uh, no. even foreign policy right now. Right. And it, and it brings into question the whole resistance philosophy, I'll call it, the resistance movement. This, what Nancy Pelosi did during, for instance, the government shutdown, resist the president at all cost. No wall, no nothing, not one dollar. I'll give him one dollar mm-hmm. for the wall, she joked. This resistance movement may not be the, uh, the ticket for them. And... And the reason I say this is I don't, I don't think I'm revealing anything to them. Uh, the, most of these Democrats are pretty savvy politicians. 
And I think that a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are going to realize that they better start looking like a functioning Congress rather than a resistance movement. Well, Chris, especially with an exonerated and successful president. Now, you know, I have a brother in California, and he does get the L.A. Times. He points out that the L.A. Times is one of the few really liberal publications, newspapers, that predicted Trump was going to He's win. Right. That's right. And they have already predicted Trump's winning again. And it almost makes you wonder, to some extent, is there someone in the Democratic Party thinking, we're going to have to lay this next one out? and building further down the road, because really there's so much chaos in their party right now. I don't know that there's... Um, uh, well, there's there's infighting because you have the yeah. radicals the, and the moderates, and then you have the independents within the Democratic Party. But the, the party itself party. usually tries to keep that intact, right. and they're not. They're letting, nope. they're letting it be a total free-for-all. Well, and, Nancy Pelosi has lost her authority now that the, the new rookies are in town. Well, and, mm-hmm. you know? she, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's going to be a lot of recriminations over this, yep. that yeah. they put so many eggs in this basket, and it turned out that they all went bad on them. And were they going to look for another thing to obstruct the president from achieving his goals? Well, that's what I mean. That's, uh, all, they, that's all they're interested here, in now. My, here's maybe, my maybe, maybe not. Well, you're going to have to hold it because we have to take a break. Oh, it's a hard break. We'll bring him back on the other side, and we'll talk about what may yet happen from all of this, which might, I dare say, be good news, politically speaking. You're listening to the American Adversaries. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The Justice Department says that special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation didn't find evidence that President Donald Trump's campaign conspired or coordinated with Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election. Mueller also investigated whether the president obstructed justice but didn't come to a definitive answer. President Trump and his Republican allies are calling the report an exoneration of the president. The Viking Ocean Cruises Company says all the passengers and crew of its Viking Sky cruise ship are safe. The ship has docked in the western Norwegian port of Mode, and passengers will begin flying home immediately. The cruise ship line said the next scheduled trip for the boat uh, was a visit to Scandinavia that was to leave Wednesday. It's been canceled. It thanked the Norwegian Rescue Services for helping evacuate so many passengers by helicopter. This is SRN News. Attention HR managers and business owners. If you're not screening your new hires, you're asking for trouble. Hi, I'm Kathy Santa for trouble. Hi, I'm Kathy Santamasino with ASAP Programs. Negligent hiring is on the rise and can be an employer's worst nightmare, leading to litigation and legal costs that could cripple your business. The average cost of settling a negligent hiring lawsuit is nearly one million dollars, with the largest claim on record at twenty-six million. With applicant three 360 screening solutions, you will be able to perform comprehensive background checks quickly and discreetly, allowing you to properly vet incoming talent. Whether your organization is big or small, it's your responsibility to safeguard your workplace and protect your customers. Don't base your hiring decisions on a first impression and a resume. Call me today at 407-702-9511. Call 407-702-9511. 
Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to allbritishcarclub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Do you suffer from lower back pain? Do you ache worse after sitting in a regular chair? Are you one of 80% of Americans who suffer debilitating back pain sometime in your life? Then you need to try the perfect chair at Relax and Comfort. Designed after the NASA G couch for astronauts, the perfect chair offers you comfort that no other chair can. Sitting in an average chair places over eight times more pressure on your spine than standing. The effects of this over time cause the average person to shrink one to two inches, but not with the perfect chair. It's motorized and has in individual elevation for the head and feet, providing you with every option you need for a pain-free experience. So try the perfect chair at Relax and Comfort and ask about no interest financing. Mention the promo code American Adversaries and get 50% off Maloof Bamboo Bed Linens or Essential Oil Sleep Pillows all month. Relax and Comfort is family-owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Go to RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Get your perfect chair and enjoy blessed relief and unparalleled comfort today. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. More political mayhem is on the way. You're listening to The American Adversaries on 660-WORL. If you can take it. 
All right, we're back. We're live. We're the American Adversaries on our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. Halfway in, halfway to go. Thanks for tuning in to our radio show. Got Lair Adams along with Cassie San Kathy Santomasino, Aubrey Kahn, and myself, Christopher Hart, here in the Relax and Covered Studios, where indeed you can see us. We're on the Titan Cave Cam. We got some activity going on out there on our YouTube channel. That's American Adversaries on YouTube, which you can access via our Facebook page, which is American Adversaries on Facebook. And we got a lot of great things on there today. Matter of fact, you just put up a little while ago a little video. We're going to play the audio portion of it tonight as we go out of the show. It's uh, what's that uh, Beach Boys tune that, that they do it from? Surfing USA. Surfing USA. Yeah. Surfing USA. On the illegal immigration. Yeah, it, it's uh, sneaking it's into hilarious. the USA. <laughs> sneaking into the USA. Don't, don't let Mike sing it, please. All right. So we'll play the audio, but to really appreciate it, you have to see the yes. video. So go to our Facebook page, American Adversaries on Facebook. It's like Beach Blanket Bingo for illegal immigrants. Indeed. So uh, you'll see that and a whole lot of that other great stuff. That was a stellar movie, by the way. Oh, oh it, was. Boy, it was. That was an Academy Award winning yeah worthy film all right and uh, so all that on our facebook page american adversaries where you can access our youtube channel and please subscribe to us on youtube and like us on facebook 407-774-8255 is the number aubrey Conn and myself christopher hart jeff is on the bridge we've been talking about the report and it is damning as far as the democrats go because it, there's no collusion zip zero nada and as far as obstruction of justice, there wasn't enough there to make a case, although they will continue to try to make the case publicly. But now they must determine where to go from here. And uh, that's where the speculation is now. Uh, what do they have? What, where are they going to go from here? Do they double down on the investigations? Do they keep trying to push this line? Or they kind of have to. Or do they try to become actual legislators, which means they would actually have to work with the president and improve their chances of maybe winning a presidential election right and you see you have the presidential candidates and then you have the congress and the presidential candidates have their self-interest at heart and the congress their self-interest may conflict as you mentioned earlier the democrats are in disarray right now uh, Kathy, you mentioned there, there are these, and you mentioned it too well, you got all these, then you have these different factions and you have these so-called justice Democrats, the far left wing lunatics like AOC and Omar and Kamala. and Kamala and these others. And then you have the others who are trying to be a bit more practical about things. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Democrats figure their way out of this because they now have themselves in a real jam here. I think, Chris, I think they're going to fall back uh, on the wall. I think that's going to be the main thing to stick up there. It's like, okay, we're still doing this, but we've got to stop Trump's uh, uh, stealing the money from the government to build this wall, which is where they're going to basically put it. He's illegally building this wall. Well, even some Democrats are saying that there is a border crisis, but you're not hearing that on the mainstream media outlets we know there's a crisis. It's the worst. Some of them In are talking years. about it. There's mm -hmm. articles in some very liberal magazines that are saying, hey, we do have a border crisis. I wonder if at any point any of these Democrats that are running for president are going to actually say, I agree with Trump. There is a border crisis. 
if I get no. elected, this is what I'm going to do. No, not a wouldn't that, single wouldn't that one. Be, wouldn't that be like no. a miraculous thing if that happened? Yeah, yeah like, like the, the sun exploding tomorrow. Well, certainly if they wanted to distinguish themselves from the rest of the candidates, that'd be one way to do it. I agree. <laughs> I don't know that they'll go that far. However, here's where I think they may go. And uh, this fellow, Hassan Jeffries, I think is his name, uh, he is a Muslim congressman from New Jersey. And he was uh, this morning on uh, Fake the Nation with uh, the NBC, I'm sorry, CBS show. And first of all, he made it very clear that he doesn't, he thinks that uh, President Trump did collude or something like that. This was prior to the letter coming out and the results of the report being revealed, but uh, he was certainly of the mind that uh, Trump did collude. He said, but... He said, but I think we can work together with the president on some things. And here is where I think there may be some, uh, say we say, parting of the clouds for a moment. Uh, as the Democrats begin to realize they're in deep doo-doo. I mean, real deep doo-doo. Because their attacks on the president have failed. And failed miserably. And made him stronger and, and better better poll numbers than ever. Have you seen those poll numbers? And just wait until this thing sinks in. You're absolutely right. And so what I'm thinking is, and I'm thinking Nancy Pelosi here, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking so much the presidential candidates. I'm thinking Nancy Pelosi. The smart one. And, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. You're absolutely right. That she is the most politically Seeing savvy. the bigger picture. She, exactly. And I'm thinking that she's thinking, uh-oh. They're living in an alternative We're universe. going to have to actually do something with the president. And I think that's going to pain think that, her to say that. Well, you know I don't know that. if she'll come out and say it that way, but she'll say, you know, you know, we, 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 you know, we, we want to be, you know, good legislators. We want to do the nation's business. And she'll give us all that nonsense. But there are two areas where I think that they'll try to work with this president. And I think he's willing to work with them. And maybe three. The two areas are uh, prescription drugs. Everybody wants the prices prescription yep, drugs yep. to come down. Yep. There is there is total by support, bipartisan support for that. So that is certainly uh, an area where they could at least appear to work together, if not come up with a solution, at least appear to work together. And the other one is infrastructure. And the president made it very clear in an interview with Maria Bartiromo, which aired uh, this morning again. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Fox, but uh, it was on her show Friday morning, uh, where the president was asked about this, and he said, infrastructure, I think I can work with the Democrats, because actually, I believe like the Democrats, I think we should own our own roads and bridges. And what he meant by that is he doesn't like the idea of privatizing our highways and bridges and things like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Uh -huh. like, okay. like the wave of going with prisons right now. And, and toll roads. And toll roads. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I think that's part of the arrangement downtown or with I-4. On, on the new yes. blow-through. Or, or yeah. at least I think they were talking about that. It's I can't profit, remember. profit-making business roads, right. highways, See, and bridges. He, he, he want, in other words, he wants the government to pay for the infrastructure. Not the private sector. I agree, don't you? And well, but, but that means we got to spend more money, and and the wall and, should and, be part of that infrastructure. And maybe that will happen. We get the Once money again for the it, roads and bridges and highways. And guess what? We allocate that money for or, the wall. Or the Democrats actually give in a little bit on they that. They give in, but they don't the, realize it's going to go to the wall. No, too. no, that's not what I'm saying. 
I'm saying that they realize that it will go for the wall. Yeah, but the wall to the Dems is a four-letter no, word. No, but you just said there are some Democrats out there that it's not. But it has to and be see, a majority. That, you have to understand that this changes things, okay? And it doesn't have to be a majority if you can work with the other side. See, this, if, big the, if, deal, if Pelosi's Chris. as smart as I think she is, she's going to begin to make overtures, probably very quietly, but she'll begin to make overtures to the White House. We can work together on these things. Let's talk. You mean the woman that said she'd give Trump a dollar for the wall all of a sudden is going to change her tune? I seriously doubt it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. No, In it's politi- never going to happen. This is why I say politics is like professional wrestling. It can happen to change. It can happen. To, she can swerve on a dime. And if she thinks it's to her political advantage to do so, she'll jump all over it. I guarantee you. Now, she'll do it in a fashion where she tries to save face. But I'm here to tell you, the American public, especially after this report today, this changes the dynamic. This takes away this whole line of attack against the president. So now they're going to have to figure out some other way to enhance their own political futures. If they're smart, the, the real conservative Dems will change parties. No, which, they, no, 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 no. You're, you're going way too far. I'm going way uh, far because I'm saying it is so radical now. It is There's so much infighting to, that there's going to be some shifts. There might I mean, be, major well, shifts there within might the be, party. There might be a handful. But I think what's the shift is going to be, they're going to change strategy. They're going to have to after right. this news. Exactly. And we know the DNC already has somewhat of an idea who they want in that top spot. Now, it doesn't matter necessarily what the people are going to vote for. The DNC knows, I in my head, I'm sure they know who they want in this spot and they've already picked them out, and it's it's going to be a tough nut for Nancy to crack. Right. Uh, I, I think it was, uh, it might have been old uh, Big Donna Brazil, but it was one of the talking heads this morning, was talking about the Democrat candidates out on the campaign trail. Do you know how much they get asked about Russia collusion? Nothing. Hardly Nobody ever. Nobody cares. That's exactly. Right. Which is why they're going to have to pivot to actually solutions, talking solutions. And this is where the House of Representatives is going to be on the spot because they're going to have to actually show that they're intent on getting solutions. This this is yeah, this is the worst of all possible worlds for the Democrats. The world is melting. And you know what I love is the poll numbers among his, Hispanics and African-Americans it's surging higher now. And, and that's, that's going to hurt them in the next election. In, in recorded history. And that has to do with the economy, which is what Larry was talking about earlier and what you just said. Uh, that This is what's going to be dawning on the Democrats now, is that the public doesn't give a hoot. And now that there's no collusion, there's nothing to give a hoot about. So they better scramble and figure out what there is to give a hoot about. And, you know, and what the American public wants is the same thing they wanted, which is why they elected Donald Trump, is they want results that will make their lives better. Yeah, and, and the Democrats better get that through their head, and I think they are, and they'll come forward and try to work with this president in maybe not so blatant ways, but they have got to show that they can legislate. And Trump knows that. And, Trump, and he knows you're he absolutely knows right. That. And he knows what impacts Americans' lives isn't collusion. It's the price of gas. It's extra money to take home. Well, look, it's it's being able to um, have a job, go to work, and have dignity. The Dems are finally well, look, look what he did with the uh, with the Fed. 
I mean, this week, he got a concession from the Fed. They're not going to raise interest rates. They were expected to raise interest rates two times between at now least, and the end of the year. At least. At least yeah. twice. And now they've agreed we're not going to. And people are speculating. Remember Barack Obama, oh, we, the days of 2% growth are gone. We're over 3%, and people are predicting possibly 4% growth. That's unheard of. And well, Barack was right. And there are more there are more yeah. jobs than people to fill them. That's why the numbers last month oh, that's why we need went down because immigrants. the jobs are not being filled. Right. That's why we need open borders. Yeah, unfortunately, the 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 illegal immigrants don't bring the job skills that we need. Uh, most of those jobs that are unfulfilled are jobs that uh, that are high tech jobs and. Uh, engineering jobs and stuff that uh, we're just not educating our students these days to be able to fill them. And a lot of criminals come over the border and we don't want them. No. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so the Democrats, they're now in a bad way because things have changed. The The political equation has changed with this report. And they can, you know, scramble around and say, well, this means nothing until we see the whole report. Well, unfortunately, the whole report is not going to give you what you wanted to get. And it may just make things worse for you. Uh, so the Democrats, and as, as I said, the, the smart ones, uh, politically speaking, and it would include, I do believe, to some extent, Chuck Schumer, uh, but primarily Nancy Pelosi, because she's Speaker of the House and she wants to stay Speaker of the House. And I think she understands that impeaching President Trump, investigating him till the day is, you know, every doggone day is not going to get it. They're going to have to show that they can legislate and work with this president because, as Lair said, as the New York Times said, it's becoming pretty, let's just say, uh, not so unreasonable to think that this guy is going to be around not for two more years, but six. You see? And all of this is the, now in the equation that has changed over this, this weekend. Don't you just love being on Sunday night? All right, we'll take a break. Come back. You are listening to the American Adversaries on our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. Don't forget, we still got another hour and another segment in this hour to go. And when we're done, you got Mark Walters with Armed American Radio. He'll take you live until 11 o'clock with his great panel of folks. And once again, I'm sure he's going to be talking bump stocks because those things will be illegal as of Tuesday or Wednesday this week. All right, we'll be right back. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to All BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I want to introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon. And by the way, his patients love him. I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't 
don't have to worry about toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up. Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations, call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141 today. Well, you've heard the horror stories. The couple comes home from shopping. Oh my gosh, there's water pouring out of the ceiling fan in the living room. Henry, quick, grab a bucket. My new wood floors. They're ruined. Gosh, I wish we had this home inspected before we signed on the dotted line. This is Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Buying a home is the biggest investment you'll make. You have to know what you're getting into. Henry and June now have a nightmare on their hands. Don't let that happen to you. Call Firm Foundation Home Inspections before you sign on the dotted line. We'll inspect the property from roof to foundation with the latest technology to know if there are any leaks or electrical problems. You'll get a detailed report and at Firm Foundation, we warranty our work ensuring your peace of mind. Don't make that big investment without calling the home inspector that more realtors use. Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Call 321-624-0254 or go online to orlandoshomeinspector.com. Separated. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the American Adversaries, Titans of Talk Radio, the voice to be reckoned with, where we separate fact from fiction, truth from lies, and the real news from the fake stuff. All right, the president just made a couple of remarks. Uh, Air Force One had arrived back at Joint Base Andrews there in Maryland. He is now on Marine One as it is uh, preparing to take off to take him back to the White House. He did make a couple of comments, uh, basically the same things he said right uh, prior to leaving South Florida. He went on to say, once again, it's a shame that the country had to go through this. And he's absolutely right. Uh, not only was he being put through all of this, but the country was being put through all of this. And as the report itself reveals, there was no collusion. And uh, you got you got to wonder how long uh, they would have gone on looking if perhaps the new attorney general might have put the brakes on this thing uh, because they did not find any collusion everywhere they looked, even though the Russians, in fact, did try to help the Trump campaign. Uh, the re- Trump campaign did not accept it. Here's what I'm angry about. Going in, they knew there was no collusion, and they they went ahead and started investigating Trump anyway. Well, as I said, the, that's how, I, how the, I'm feeling about the it. The FBI had begun begun an investigation in the summer of 2016, a counterintelligence investigation based primarily, uh, but not exclusively, on the dossier and the FISA warrants and all that stuff. And it became, uh, you know, they couldn't find anything. And both uh, Lisa Page and her testimony and and Jim Comey in open testimony admitted that to the time that he was fired, they had found no collusion. And then, of course, they start this investigation. And as we've said repeatedly, the appointment of this guy violated the special counsel law because the special counsel law says you actually need to have a crime to have the special counselor investigate. Exactly. And not only was there no evidence of collusion, collusion itself in and of itself is not a crime. Here's where I'm angry, though, Chris, is they were barking up the wrong tree. 
they should have gone after Hillary. They had well, once again, enough no, evidence no, 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 to no, no, open okay, an you're, investigation. You're, no, you're conflating her. things. Oh, I don't care. Okay, well, the, you, if you, I'm conflating, this is how Americans feel. Okay, well, they feel like Hillary got to walk. She was the one that the DOJ should have been investigating. Well, the DOJ uh, and the FBI were did investigate. Too. They just did it underhandedly. And as I said, that is to be dealt with in the inspector general's report. These people weren't looking into that. And as far as what I've seen during the campaign exclusively, I haven't seen anything she did illegal. What? What can you tell me that she did illegal during the campaign? Well, not during the campaign. Okay, that's the, no, that's whole, point. the whole point. Okay, everything that she allegedly Secretary did. Secretary of State. Right. Okay, but so that's none of something that, totally different. Right. That has nothing to do with 2016. As I've said, if anything, she was victimized by this lousy Justice Department, uh, by Jim Comey coming out and laying out her dirty laundry and then saying, but nobody will uh, prosecute this. That's not what he was supposed to do. And there is a law against that to protect her, he, to protect Trump. He did all. He violated a lot of the well, FBI. Right. Yeah. Codes That's of exactly conduct. right. That's exactly right. And all of that stuff will be in the Inspector General's report. If anybody broke the law in the campaign of 2016, it was the Department of Justice and the FBI in the way they misled the FISA court to get warrants on the Trump campaign. Exactly. So, but that has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. So, once again, we don't want to take away from what this does. This changes the equation for the <laughs> Democrats who are in power now or who want to be elected president. And, and it's because it decimates this whole Russia collusion nonsense. It turns out the president was absolutely right. It was a witch hunt. And it was a hoax. And all of that is being made clear by this and will be made more clear, evidently, if the inspector general is doing his job. And, and you can't use that kind of logic uh, to say that, well, because Hillary benefited from this action by the FBI or whichever, that's, again, the same thing as saying, well, Trump benefited from what the Russians did. Well, here's uh, it's it's you know, it, it, I, I see your point, Chris. These actions don't have necessarily one or the other that you can go with that. It was Hillary's fault or that it, this was Trump's fault. Well, here's the sad it's corruption, here, plain and simple. Here's the sad fact of the matter. The 2016 was a bare-knuckle, toe-to-toe fight to be elected president of the United States, the way we do politics in this country. And what the Democrats tried to do and what these people in the FBI tried to do was to criminalize the way we do politics. We play rough when it comes to presidential politics, like it or not. And if you're not up to it, you don't need to get in the game. The president played rough. Hillary Clinton played rough. But they, neither of them broke the law. Neither of them. The people who were breaking the law were in the FBI and the Justice Department. Exactly. Okay, they may have been doing it on somebody's benefit, but it wasn't Hillary doing it. And it wasn't Trump doing it. So what they did was they tried to criminalize the way we do politics, which is, you know, it's, it's, you, know you do everything you can to win. And that's what both sides were doing. As a matter of fact... As the report points out, the Trump campaign refused help from the Russians. So this is worse than not colluding. This is, they refuse to. 
As I said, this has been a big day for President Trump and conservatives because this notion that uh, he was colluding and that his election was somehow invalidated is now shot to hell. It's gone. We're gone for just a little while, though, because we'll be back with another hour of tonight's show. In a time when all seemed lost, a voice rose from the wilderness, a voice rooted in our unique form of government, a confident voice filled with hope and inspiration that grows louder and louder while articulating the truth for all to hear. It is the voice to be reckoned with. It is the American Adversaries Radio Show, featuring your host, political scholar and philosopher, Christopher Hart. Co-host, South African-American patriot, Aubrey Kahn. News talk divas, Kathy Santamassino and Patricia Summerlin. And more. Now, sit back and enjoy the American Adversaries. American Adversaries Radio Show on our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. Thanks for tuning in. We really do appreciate it as we come to you from the Relax and Comfort mm. Studios. All right. That was Kathy Santomasino. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yawning. She's bored. I'm tired of politics. Can we talk about something else? Oh, oh yeah. Lady wrestling, maybe? Oh, yeah, let's gosh. talk about Sonny. All right. First, let me get through the business, all right? That is Kathy Santomasino. We have Lair Adams in the studio along with Aubrey Kahn. I am Christopher Hart. Jeff is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. And once again, the big news of the day is the letter issued by the attorney general about the report says there was no collusion and this business of obstruction of justice couldn't tell so there will be no charges according to William Barr all right it is now time to go to our gorgeous lady of wrestling from South California live it is Sunny how you doing Sunny I'm good how are you guys excellent excellent well, it's, it's, a, it's sunny here and finally 52. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm happy. I guess the snow has finally melted then, huh? Hey, sunny. Uh, yeah, the snow is, is gone, you know, Yay. and I, I don't think we're going to see any more. That's it. All right. Well, uh, certainly the sun has shined on Donald Trump today and over the weekend because uh, Hare Muller has come out with his report, and we now know that the report reveals that there was no collusion whatsoever between the Trump campaign and the Russians, even though the Russians did try to help uh, the, the Trump campaign, either refused it or didn't get it. And uh, in terms of obstruction of justice, even though the Mueller report couldn't come to its own conclusion, the attorney general quickly came to his and that there will be no charges. There is not enough evidence for obstruction of justice. Pretty good day for Donald Trump. Pretty bad day for some of your liberal friends, I reckon. <laughs> right? I know. They're, they're going to have a... Uh, ugly uh, fest on social media, I'm sure. They're going to be targeting all the happy people that are, you know, rejoicing over Trump's triumph. 
and I'm sure it's going to be ugly. You know, I just can't wait just to watch it all unfold. They'll, they'll find a way to still think that that's it for Trump because they just don't want to admit that he's going to be in office and that he's going to be our president still. Yeah, indeed. Uh, they're going to have to come to, uh, you know, they're going to have to come to terms with that. And uh, this uh, we were just discussing before the, the last break is that the Democrats are going to have to come to terms with the fact that he's going to be around, too. And instead exactly. of thinking about impeaching him, they're going to have to think about how they can deal with him. So it'll yep, be a, exactly interesting. Uh, this is true, and I'm glad he prevailed. Yay! <laughs> well, it's it, a good day. It is, and it's a good day that it's over. Uh, as the president himself said this afternoon, this has been a sad, a sad. Uh, I think I wrote it down here exactly how he said it. Anyway, he said it's been a sad day for you know this whole thing. Oh, it's oh he said it's a shame that the country had to go through this, and I think he's right. Uh, because it has been so very divisive. Uh, of course, that's part of the reason why the Democrats wanted to put us through this. But I think that uh, right now they've got to be thinking, how are we going to clean up this mess that we've created for ourselves? Yeah, yeah. Well, they tried to dig in, him in a, in a corner, so now it didn't work. So they're going to have to dig themselves out, you know. Yeah, indeed. And uh, with all their hatred towards President Trump, it, it didn't work. Well, you know, and that goes for all the celebrity socialites out there, too. You know, I bet they're not too happy as well. Well, the, 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 the report did give them something to cling on to, you know, and that is that uh, the Mueller report couldn't determine whether he obstructed justice or not. Uh, the attorney general has determined that there's not enough there to proceed with any obstruction charges. But they're going to continue to say that, uh, well, you know, they might have obstructed justice and this and that and the other thing. But the problem for them is the conclusion about collusion was there was none. And that's what the guy was hired to find. And mm -hmm. so for most people, that's kind of the end of the story. And obstruction to justice, obstructed justice for what? Into what? To, to collusion that didn't exist? So and, and, and yeah, now yeah. suddenly all the yeah, you know, and it's sad. In some columns, they're still putting down the president. They're saying Trump isn't smart enough to understand how the Supreme Court is about to disempower him. <laughs> I got a laugh on that one. Uh, yeah, that, that, indeed, that, that's that's a big <laughs> laugh. And, and they seem to be grasping, Sonny, at the fact that the report didn't exonerate Trump. And like we were talking earlier in the show, it wasn't their job to exonerate Trump. Their job was to find fault in crimes that he had committed. I mean, they're not out there to say, oh, hey, he's the greatest guy in the world. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, in exactly. essence, uh, that's what they found themselves doing, however, when it came to the conclusion, the, co the collusion portion of it. Were you going to say something? I was going to say the Ninth District Court in New York City ain't done with Trump. Well, that's... They're still investigating uh, his background and his businesses and his kids. You mean the Southern District Southern of New York? Southern District. Right, yeah. Uh, certainly there will be more investigations, but the problem the Democrats have is their big, you know, collusion story has just fallen all apart on them, and they're going to have to figure out how to pick up the pieces going from here. So yes. we'll see. Yeah, what but I'm sure they're still going to continue you know, hating on Trump and, and just like... Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Kathy said, there's investigations. It'll probably go on and on. No doubt. They uh, won't stop, uh, you know. At some level, but the problem that the Democrats have, once again, 
is their big storyline just fell apart. And people are going to begin to think, why keep investigating? Let's just do the nation's business. And I think the Democrats are going to find themselves in a predicament where they're going to have to deal with the president, whether they like it or not. Um, exactly. And speaking of in a predicament, Barbara Streisand got herself into quite a predicament this past week when evidently she was trying to defend Michael Jackson. Had you seen this story? Yes, I did. In a weird sort of way, I think I, it wasn't because she called him a pedophile. But at the same time, she said that the two that were, you know, the victims grew up and they're OK. <laughs> she said they, they weren't. They're OK. Yeah. So what's oh, my the big gosh. Deal about it? <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? It was bizarre. She she said, you know, who knows what's in his what was in his childhood, what was in his DNA to do this, but that they grew up and that they're okay and everything is fine. Yeah, like so they, all the uh, rape victims out there, uh, uh, you're you're okay. You're still breathing. Well, no, I was gonna say they did get married to women and had kids, so they're okay. We don't know how many years of therapy that they had, and well, well here's the thing. psychological and emotional damage they sustained as a child. Well, here's the thing. We don't if, know if that. it did. If if it did, like I said, I've known. I know. Corey Feldman, I know Todd Bridges, we're very, very, very close. And I know the backstories, and they've been there. And, and if anybody knows, Todd Bridges grew up with them, with the Jacksons. And he said, never, he's never, ever, they've never seen it. No touching. And Corey Feldman, again, has said he's never, ever touched me. I'm so, the- again, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel kind of bad because I know what the history is with Michael Jackson and the father and, and the abuse that Michael took. But I just find it hard that he really, truly did what they're saying now because, well, again, he can't defend himself, number one. So even if he did, he's not here to stand up for himself. He's deceased. So I find it odd that these two came out like that well, years later, again, when it wasn't found the first time. Well, it, see, wasn't, uh, it wasn't there. Well, see, not there. So Bar- it's just hard for me to digest that. And well, then they were attacking Elvis Presley next. And then there yeah. was... Right. Somebody else. Um, uh, back to Barbara Streisand, though. If she would have defended, I guess Michael Jackson was her friend too. I guess, but yeah, if she they were, they were, yeah. If she, if well, she, you know, right. again, Elizabeth Taylor right. is not here. If Elizabeth Taylor was here, I, I guarantee she would stand up for Michael Jackson, and and that was his best friend, well, by the way. My, my, so Barbara Streisand, close. Elizabeth Taylor, and Michael what? Jackson were together uh, almost every day. Right. Which a lot of people don't realize that. Right. So, again, you can't because she's not here. <laughs> well, and I believe. Poor guy. I believe. I mean, was it Justin, you know, they're, they're gone. Was it Justin Bieber who also said that he had been there at the Neverland all those times? No, oh, he's too young. Culkin. Macaulay, Macaulay yeah. Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin. He That's right. He said right. he was in touch. Right. Now, yeah. and, and see, this is the defense. And it, this is where Streisand, I don't know where she got. She was basically admitting that he did these things and trying to defend him for doing it. Yeah, no, and I guarantee she wasn't there. The woman is way too busy. Yeah, they're friends, and they've co-opted music. But that's about it. But, I, I but don't she even was, understand that, she was, that whole she was defending, how she even put it. It was she ridiculous. Was, she was defending pedophilia. Okay, yeah, what you were, but what you are doing was defending Michael Jackson. And by the way, one of the accusers dated Michael Jackson's niece or cousin for years. Years. And yeah. never, never any hint of the things that he talked about in this here documentary. Exactly. So if you want to defend a guy, defend him that he didn't do it. 
not defend exactly. him that he did it, but that it was okay. I mean, th- this is this yeah, that is, doesn't make sense. Yeah. But that's that's the bizarre way liberals think. You yeah. see, they yeah. try to defend the the behavior, not the person. Yeah, well, they defend the perpetrator and not the victim. Well, in this case, uh, Michael Jackson could be a victim. We don't know. Right. A victim yeah. of... Yeah, mis- we'll never know because he's gone. And, yeah. uh, and also other people that can stand to his defense is, is gone um, that were uh, really close to him. He, so, the only problem is, is his family is here, and I guess they're, you know, I, I guess they're still trying to battle it. I'm not sure. You know, hopefully they do. They stand up for him. Because no. that's who really knows is the family. Yeah. Now, you know, uh, Sonny, they, I'm not sure... They're the closest. They were there. So, I'm, not, I'm not sure of this whole story, but uh, I haven't heard. Have either one of these gentlemen uh, taken a polygraph test? Uh, no, and that's what they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Now, that, that could be just as and damning. I, believe, I mean, because uh, it's tough to go to. by that. Yeah. Well, so if they refuse to, I mean, if someone isn't lying, you would, sure, I'll take a polygraph. But if someone's lying, they're going to refuse it. That's sure. in my opinion. Yeah. Well, they but have they, something well, to hide. They're, they're, they're turn, not going to pass it. They're going to turn around and say, well, polygraphs are inconclusive, which is why they're no longer permissible in court. Yeah, yeah. See, and now that's I think, is, is the wrong thing because those polygraphs, you know, say a lot in our, our human DNA. And I think they should allow it because that's that's a lot of the important yeah. evidence. You well, can't really fool them. The, uh, now there's yeah, a percentage but, but you can. Yeah, that, that's the problem. You know, some of the, uh, what is it, um, what was the gentleman's name? Uh, someone, there was a couple of them that fooled the polygraph right. that were that, able to. Well, people that's have, why, yes. Yeah, and that's, that's what brings the whole system in into question. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, we just have a couple of minutes left. Uh uh, this has not been reported much in the media, but you pointed it out uh, earlier when we uh, touched base. Uh, there was, I thought it was one. Are you saying that there are no, now two? second Parkland shooting survivor dies. Uh, and just, in fact, today, I think this is the second uh, child. And I call them children because they're still, they're so young. They're younger than my kids. So is this kids. another suicide? Yeah. Yeah, another suicide. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard it. Yeah. This is the second one today of the Parkland. Yeah, one had been... In a week. Yeah, this one... has been two. Yeah, the beautiful one... little uh, girl, um, she uh, took a gun and shot herself. Um, very sad, very sad. This one, uh, the state of Florida, let's see. What was the child's name in this? Uh, again, because they're, I think, 20, not even 20. Yeah. 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 The, you know, uh... and they came so far from this shooting to have this happen. Well, what they have been suffering from is the... PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, and, PTSD, and, sure. Uh, I don't think and, that's... and I guess the girl had a really such a problem to return to a classroom, a classroom ever. Well, she com- um, she com- she complained that she was afraid to go to college classes, and I, why why go? I mean, you can take right. college classes from home now, or just put it off for a while. And I'm not trying to blame her, but they also evidently suffered a great deal from. I call it they they call it a guilt. Victim mm-hmm. guilt syndrome that was surviving the survivors so that's what guilt. It is, yeah, victim, uh, yeah, because uh, her best friend had survived. Uh, well, Sonny, no, excuse me, her best friend was been killed. killed. Yeah, Sonny, the, the girl you're that, talking about who died, her name is Meadow. They were very close, and her dad is now an advocate for, you know, gun control. 
Right. The, Dem, yeah. the Dems love yeah, him. But anyway, her name was Meadow. She's a beautiful young girl. And, okay, we can't all talk at once. Just as the students are out of school this coming week uh, for spring break down there. Yeah. Um, and they're still worried about some more students that need the help. All right. And they better start reaching out because this is two in, in one week. And so, you were saying, Kathy? I, I had nothing to say. All right. All right. Uh, it is Mel- Meadow Pollock was one of the victims killed, and her father is indeed actually had been at the White House on a, a couple of occasions to speak with the president about it. It is tragic. Um, the victim toll continues to rise from that sort of thing, but it's a shame that these students were used as political pawns and perhaps some of their psychological needs were neglected in the process. All right, we're going to have to leave it there for tonight, though, Sonny. Appreciate you being out there for us. And yes, have a thank good week. you, and have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I've got some great news coming up for next Sunday. And, um, in fact, I'll get some some push on American Adversaries. Um, I'm doing Dr. Phil's show. Oh, wow. Oh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about right. that with his wife, Dr. Phil's wife. So Do we we'll have, have a lot to talk it, about uh, next Sunday. And, uh, you know, you guys can get me whatever you want. I can speak about a little bit about American adversaries and, and my time there and, and all the names and stuff, Chris. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. When, when is the show airing? <laughs> Try it again. When is the show airing? Are they taping it to air at a later date? Um, they're doing a personal interview of my background story uh, this Wednesday. Okay. The show will actually tape April 1st. Okay. Now, right. when it airs, I will find that out throughout this time. Great. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm like, yay! Cool. So we, we'll get uh, American adversaries out there. I'm glad. And, I appreciate uh, it. Do, do a little piece hey, on Sonny, American listen, adversaries. So we need an you guys intervention. Want, just, uh, text me and let me know, and I'll get that Sonny, in on the interview. Sunny, uh, we all need to have an intervention with Doctor Phil, and I'm not joking about that. <laughs> right? I know. I, I think know. she's talking about me. The funny thing is, is I love Doctor <laughs> Phil. I watch the show. I think he's uh, uh, truly amazing. Him and his uh, wife, yeah. they do a lot right. uh, for our community here. You know, um, just like Ellen. I'd All love right. to get on the Ellen show. That's my dream. But mm. boy, she's a tough one. All right. On. All right. Okay. All right. Well, good guys, luck take with care it. and have a wonderful sunny week. All right. You too, Bye, sunny. sunny. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. All right. Time to take a break. We come back. We got some odd stories for you. You got the American adversaries here until 8 o'clock, at which time Mark Walters and Armed American Radio takes you live until 11. A lot of great radio to go right here tonight. Stick around for more. here from Vacation Travel Planners, a member of Cruise Planners with the latest vacation deals. Like Bahama Cruises from $249 per person. Or how about a seven-night Alaska cruise from $649 per person. On Celebrity Cruises, book a balcony or higher on a seven-night select Caribbean, Europe, or Alaska sailings and receive specialty dinner for two. Get free prepaid gratuities on select sailings with Oceana Cruises. Sandals and Beaches all-inclusive resorts are up to 65% off. Get free prepaid gratuities on select Avalon Waterways River Cruises. Give us a call at 321-251-4777. That's 321-251-4777. Or visit us at vacationtravelplanners.com. Keep listening to the American Adversaries for new travel specials every week. Bon voyage! 
Nearly everyone loves Italian food, but those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home-cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations-old family recipes. Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, four miles west of I-4 on 436. 407-774-8080, the most authentic Italian food in Central Florida. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. All right, we're back. We're live. Uh, the president just arrived back at the White House. Once again, exonerated is what he is uh, saying. He has been by the report. And it certainly appears as though that is the case. All right. It is now time to get into some of the other week's more bizarre news. And that means it's time for Sunday's Odd Stories. Perfect venue for that, Chris. Well, after an image of an Orange County Sheriff's Office dog named Trump was featured in a Facebook meme, the agency said it may tell its deputies to avoid naming their four-legged partners after real people. <laughs> a picture showing a deputy's patrol car, which, like most canine deputies' vehicles, has a decal featuring the dog's name and picture, was posted last Wednesday by the Facebook page Cop Humor, which describes itself as a pro-law enforcement conservative group. The meme had garnered more than 1,000 likes, 200 shares, and nearly 100 comments by last Thursday afternoon, and was shared by the Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 93, which represents Orange County deputies. Attaboy Trump making a difference, said text overlaid on the image. The sheriff's office purchased canine Trump, the dog, in March of 2018, the spokesperson said. The dog was put into service last June. In a statement, the sheriff's office said the names of canines are left to the discretion of their human partners, and there is currently no policy dictating how dogs should be named. Seriously? I bet if Hillary had won the election and they named a dog in her honor, it would have never made the news or even been a hot topic. I bet it would have made the news, Mm. and that dog would be the most popular dog. Liberals would, they'd all be naming their dog Hillary, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And by the way, I guess uh, Randy better watch out calling his dog Trumpy. I, (laughs) I told Randy about this story. Well, a distillery announced its giant mixing truck, which looks like a hybrid of a cement mixer 
and a martini shaker is going on a tour of Florida. The makers of Monkey Shoulder Whiskey said the Monkey Shoulder Mixer, a 27-foot-long truck with a 2,400-gallon drink mixer on the back, will be serving cocktails at various locations in the Orlando area during the next week. I am going to try to find out where this, oh, yeah, we where this, the locations. this mixer is going to be. Anyway, the truck, unveiled for the first time at Arizona Cocktail Week in February, will be serving up a cocktail called the Mixed Up Monkey. The drink fe- features monkey shoulder whiskey, mint simple syrup, fresh lemon juice soda, and mint leaves. Oh, isn't that refreshing? Ugh. I don't know about that. Sounds whiskey, delicious. Whiskey and mint. Mint, fresh lemon juice, soda, and mint leaves. <laughs> like a mint julep. Okay. Well, on March 12th, Joy Buckley from upstate New York gave birth to her second child, a record-breaking baby girl who weighed 15 pounds and measured 23 inches. Mm. And get this, she might be the biggest baby born in New York history. Because of the little one's size, however, delivery escalated quickly for Buckley, who told Women's Health that she got sick from all of her organs being moved around so violently. Plus, it required a C-section and a medical vacuum because the newborn, being so large, got stuck under her mother's ribs. Oh, God. Just a few years ago, Joy and her husband were told by doctors that they had less than a 15% chance of becoming pregnant. Then miraculously, Joy got pregnant and delivered her first child, a baby boy who weighed 11 pounds. And now their second baby is in the record books. The average weight for a newborn is a little over seven pounds, making this 15-pound baby twice the weight of the average baby. Wow. Did it say if the the fertility drugs have been involved? No, I don't think there were fertility drugs. Mm. And a side note, my dad weighed in at 13 pounds when he was born. (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah, and he only became 5 feet 8 inches tall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, garage sale junkies, listen up. A battered Chinese statuette picked up at a Midwest garage sale for $100, was auctioned off at Sotheby's for a stunning $2.1 million. The bronze Buddha, which is thought to be over 1,000 years old, skyrocketed past its estimated sale price of just $80,000 in a frenzied seven-minute bidding at the auction house in New York. The unnamed owner who put it up for sale after having it appraised on Antiques Roadshow in St. Louis reportedly bought it at a garage sale in Kirkwood, Missouri, sometime around 1997. She added that she paid between $75 and $100 for the Buddha. The owner had no idea of the item's value and was initially stunned and disbelieving when told it could sell even for around $100,000. The appraiser initially thought the statuette might be from the Ming Dynasty in the 15th century. Further study has dated it back to the late Tang Dynasty, which ended in 907, or from early in the five dynasties period that followed. Return on investment, a cool 57% yield per year. (laughs) Not bad if you can get it. Not bad. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the other side. Kathy's got more stories. Lair's got his closing comments ready to go. And we still have more time for us and you to join us at 407-774-8255. The American Adversaries Radio Show coming to you live as we're concluding. Well, we still got a half hour to go with our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. So please stick around for more. She could not leave a number, but I know a place to call. 
With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. President Donald Trump celebrating a summary of the special counsel's findings, claiming it's a complete and total exoneration. The president spoke after the Justice Department said that special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation did not find evidence that that Trump's campaign conspired or coordinated with Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election. The Viking Ocean Cruises Company says all the passengers and crew of its Viking Sky cruise ship are safe, and the ship has docked in the western Norwegian port of Mode, and passengers will begin flying home immediately. Cyclone Adai's death toll has risen above 750 in three southern African countries, hit 10 days ago by the storm as workers restore electricity, water, and try to prevent outbreaks of uh, cholera, according to authorities earlier today. This is SRN News. Attention HR managers and business owners. If you're not screening your new hires, you're asking for trouble. Hi, I'm Kathy Santamassino. Trouble. Hi, I'm Kathy Santamassino with ASAP Programs. Negligent hiring is on the rise and can be an employer's worst nightmare, leading to litigation and legal costs that could cripple your business. The average cost of settling a negligent hiring lawsuit is nearly $1 million, with the largest claim on record at $26 million. With applicant 360 screening solutions, you will be able to perform comprehensive background checks quickly and discreetly, allowing you to properly vet incoming talent. Whether your organization is big or small, it's your responsibility to safeguard your workplace and protect your customers. Don't base your hiring decisions on a first impression and a resume. Call me today at 407-702-9511. Call 407-702-9511. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to All. AllBritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. If you've ever had a good massage, you know how it can relieve your stress, aches, and pains. You also know it can be expensive and take time out of your day. But it doesn't have to. At Relax and Comfort, you can get your own programmable massage chair for less than a cup of coffee per day. Quiet your body, clear your mind, and loosen your muscles in the comfort of your own home with a Brio massage chair from Relax and Comfort. The Brio is state-of-the-art, complete with foot rollers, back heat, zero gravity, and you can customize your massage or choose from 10 popular options. And while supplies last, you can save hundreds on selected models during the semi-annual floor model clearance sale. Remember to ask about no interest finance options and mention the promo code American Adversaries to get 50% off Maloof Bamboo Bed Linens or Essential Oil Sleep Pillows all month. Relax and Comfort is family owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Visit RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Your true wealth is your health get your massage chair today relaxandcomfort.com 321-329-3118 
For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida. NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. The American Adversaries coming to you live from the Relax and Comfort Studios on a Sunday evening, where if you are a fan of President Trump, you have a lot to celebrate. However, if you are a fan of the UCF basketball team, you have, you're you crying in your, in your cereal right now oh. or your beer or whatever. Just got this from Randy Ross. UCF just lost to Duke. Get this. 77 to 76. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And Duke is like the, the highest rated of the yeah. of yeah. the tournament. That's so, a good game, though. Oh, indeed. What a heartbreaker, though. Thank you, Randy, for oh, that. Well. All right. All right. So, uh, Aubrey Kahn, Lair Adams, myself, Christopher Hart, along with Kathy Santo Messino, who is in the midst of her odd stories. Jeff's on the bridge. And let's get back to them things. Well, a Wisconsin woman was caught with her hand in the cookie jar last Sunday when St. Patrick's Day parade attendees reported. She was handing out marijuana-laced treats, according to police. <laughs> the 57-year-old woman was arrested after a person told police she was handing out cookies with marijuana in them. Police approached the woman, who was visibly intoxicated, and reeked of alcohol and marijuana on her breath, according to the arrest affidavit. The woman allegedly pulled out a gallon-sized bag with only cookie crumbs remaining. When <laughs> officers asked her about the treats... Police also found gummy candy on her possession. Both sweets tested positive for, you got it, marijuana. And then a pair of men doing cleanup work in Nebraska floodwaters discovered a magic fridge in an empty field that was filled with ice-cold beers. The men said they were heading back toward the highway after a day of cleanup work when they spotted a black box 
that had apparently been dropped into the empty field by the flooded Platte River, which had since receded from the field. The box turned out to be a refrigerator filled with Bush Light and Bud Light beers. The men shared photos of the magic fridge with friends who posted the picture to social media. The owner of the fridge said he recognized it by scorch marks from an old cabin fire and the ratio of Bud to Bush beers inside. The fridge will be reunited with its owner. So he knew who it belonged to? Well, they did when they posted on social media, and the guy who owned it claimed it because it had scorch marks on it. <laughs> apparently, it had been in an old fire, and uh, apparently, it's a very durable refrigerator. I guess so. <laughs> Are they going to replace the beers that yeah. they drank? He the, needs to write a letter to the manufacturer. I was going to say. <laughs> well, a North Carolina couple said their puppy quickly appointed itself seen-eye dog for their 11-year-old golden retriever that lost both of his eyes. Charlie, the golden retriever, had both of his eyes removed due to pain from glaucoma. Charlie's parents said they added a puppy named Maverick to their family in January. And while Charlie was initially not enthused to have another canine in the house, Maverick soon appointed himself as Charlie's protector and seen eye dog. The two dogs are now inseparable, walking in tandem on a double leash during walks. Photos of the dogs went viral on popular Twitter account, We Rate Dogs, leading the couple to create an Instagram account for the adopted canine brothers that quickly attracted thousands of followers. Listen up, fashionistas, a new trend has hit the market. Luxury brand Gucci is making waves online with an $870 pair of distressed sneakers designed to look like they are already dirty. <laughs> the screener sneakers, as they're called, available on Gucci's website, have been treated for an all-over distressed effect, kind of like your jeans, I just Chris. threw a pair of those shoes away yesterday. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and the company offers special instructions for cleaning real dirt, dirt off the shoes, which were inspired by the 1970s basketball shoes without harming the faux dirt. The shoes are also available in a high-top style for $930, as well as versions with a removable Art Deco Gigi crystal chain for $1,590. Well, a Texas man who crawled under his house to find out why his cable wasn't working crawled right back out when he discovered dozens of rattlesnakes. Mm. Big country snake removal, which ended up removing 45 venomous wow. rattlesnakes from under the man's home, said this was a very high number of snakes. <laughs> no. It's all Trump's fault, because that's his number. Well, the homeowners... <laughs> The homeowner's yard and grounds, which were well-maintained and not overgrown, it was unusual to find that many snakes. However, the company said it wasn't the most its experts have ever found. They found 88 snakes under a single home three years ago. So what, look underneath your you, foundation. Were, were they all rattlers? They though? were all rattlesnakes. It was like a nest uh, of rattlesnakes. You're running these... What state was this? This was in Texas. Not in those quantities. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rattlesnakes in Texas. Indeed. Arizona, too. Yeah. Well, if you're a shopper, hold on to your coupons. A shopper at a New York State grocery store saved 20 cents on some Crisco oil using a 36-year-old coupon without an expiration date. <laughs> The store manager at the North Shore Farm store in Mineola, Long Island, tweeted a photo showing the manufacturer's coupon used by a customer last Tuesday night. The coupon issued by Procter & Gamble in 1983 stated it had no expiration date, so the, the store decided to accept it. The manager said the coupon will likely be sent to Procter & Gamble to see if they will redeem it. With inflation, that 20-cent coupon 
would be worth about 50 cents today. <laughs> and our lottery story of the week goes what, to... What? Uh, Who uh, would keep a coupon I, that long? I'm guilty. I have some old ones. And the Lord. lottery story of the week goes to a Maryland man who won more than $17,000 from a lottery game by playing the numbers from his car's license plate. Oh, yeah. The 29-year-old Clinton man told Maryland lottery officials he Clinton. occasionally plays pick three and pick four drawing games, but his big win came while playing his favorite game, racetracks. The player said he played the numbers from his license plate, which was 5, 6, 8, and 11, to place a superfecta box bet with five draws in the virtual horse racing game and ended up winning $17,683. The winner, who said he previously collected a $3,500 Dollar lottery prize said he has plans for his winnings. Get it in the bank, keep working, and keep stacking. And get somebody else's license tag for your next bet. There you go. Yeah. Well, but a Tennessee. The Clintons will want their fair share. Well, a Tennessee bakery is going viral for a cake design that commemorates an unusual event with a. Any guesses? Tennessee, uh, Elvis Presley. How about happy vasectomy message? <laughs> What's that had to do with Tennessee? The bakers at Signature Desserts in Nashville said they came up with the creative cake when a woman came in asking them to help her show her appreciation to her husband for getting a vasectomy. The cake, which depicts a pair of lemons, reads, 100% juice, no seeds, happy vasectomy. Oh, The Lord. representative said the husband above. found the cake incredibly hilarious no word as to if it was chocolate or angel food cake. <laughs> a racing pigeon auctioned well, real, online. Real quickly, Should uh, have I, been red velvet. Yeah, I'm just thinking <laughs> it would just hurt to cut that cake. Oh, I just don't know if I could do that. Well, a racing pigeon auctioned online fetched a record-breaking bid of $1.4 million. Pippa, the website that organized the auction for a Belgian breeder, said a pigeon named Armando was purchased by a Chinese buyer for $1.4 million, the highest price ever paid for a racing pigeon. Mm. The website said it expected Armando, considered to be the best long-distance pigeon of all time, to sell for a large amount, but officials were shocked by the size of the final bid. The type of champion is rarely offered for sale, the site said. The previous record holder was a pigeon named Nadine which sold for more than $450,000 at a 2017 auction. The buyer in that auction was also a Chinese pigeon enthusiast. Real quickly, do you know which ex-boxer is a big pigeon uh, breeder? If, if I do, <laughs> you got that it. would be Mike Tyson. Indeed, indeed. Well, yeah. uh, uh, from pigeons to chickens, a rescued factory farm chicken was able to avoid being euthanized thanks to an Oklahoma sanctuary that fit her with a new wheelchair. <laughs> the Oliver and Friends Farm Rescue and Sanctuary, which made headlines when it helped a puppy named Milo, born with upside-down paws. I don't know if you remember the story. It was yep. here on SOS News. Took in 25 chickens from a defunct factory farm in Colorado. One of the chickens, a Cornish hen, the owners dubbed Colorado was found to be too large for her own legs to support her due to the factory farm chickens being bred to grow to large sizes mm -hmm. in only a few short months. The owner of the sanctuary said she considered euthanasia for Colorado due to the chickens' mobility issues, but her plans changed after her husband read about a chicken wheelchair online. A customized wheelchair was built for the disabled chicken 
And now she is able to live out her life in comfort and style. Euthanasia? No. Rotisserie? Definitely. And tonight I'm introducing a new segment called Did You Know? Which is fun trivia that will make you say, wow. Did you know there are more chickens in the world than people? (laughs) Did you know butterflies taste with their feet? Mm -hmm. Did you know you can't sneeze while you're asleep? Did you know women blink twice as often as men? And we also roll our eyes quite often. (laughs) Did you know flamingos get their vibrant coloring from the foods they eat? Mm -hmm. And did you know your heart beats more than 100,000 times per day? Did you know lightning strikes the earth about 1 million times per day? And did you know bullfrogs do not sleep? And that's SOS News for Sunday, March 24th. Wow. All right. There you go. Bullfrogs don't sleep. Who'd have known? All right. You're listening to the American Adversaries. We'll take another break. Come back. We got Lair's closing comments for you. We got a cute little parody for you that we're going to leave you with tonight. It's sort of celebratory mood around here. Trump exonerated from the Russia collusion business. Nothing there as far as the corrupt uh, uh, obstruction of justice. Anyway, we're going to be talking about this a lot more, I'm sure, during the week. Anyway, we'll be right back with more of tonight's show. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to All BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I want to introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon. And by the way, his patients love him. I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up. Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations, call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141 today. Well, you've heard the horror stories. The couple comes home from shopping. Oh my gosh, there's water pouring out of the ceiling fan in the living room. Henry, quick, grab a bucket. My new wood floors. They're ruined. Gosh, I wish we had this home inspected before we signed on the dotted line. This is Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Buying a home is the biggest investment you'll make. You have to know what you're getting into. Henry and June now have a nightmare on their hands. Don't let that happen to you. Call Firm Foundation Home Inspections before you sign on the dotted line. We'll inspect the property from roof to foundation with the latest technology to know if there are any leaks or electrical problems. You'll get a detailed report and at Firm Foundation, we warranty our work ensuring your peace of mind. Don't make that big investment without calling the home inspector that more realtors use. Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Call 321-624-0254 or go online to orlandoshomeinspector.com. 
there is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. We can roll the image, make it flutter. We can change the focus to a soft blur or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your television set. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. <laughs> Welcome back to the show where you're about to to experience the awe and uh, adventure that is Lair Adams' closing comments. Lair, Boy, take it away. What, a, what a great lead-in, especially <laughs> for this one. All right, folks, here it is. The title for this little excursion into thought is Bad Fog, with a question mark after it. Bad Fog. Don't get the notion this has any similarity to Stephen King or John Carpenter horror stories and movies, such as The Fog or other misty nonsense. This is an account from my memory, as foggy as it is, <laughs> of events from my youth. Now, Florida is famous for many things, mainly the beach, sunshine, warmth, oranges, mangoes, and no snow. It has its infamous side, too, such as hurricanes, tornadoes, sinkholes, and a never-ending proliferating population of mosquitoes. Yes, we have more of these blood-sucking vampires per square mile than any other continental state. <clears throat> Excuse me, science has labeled these disease-spreading insects as the deadliest creatures on the planet to all other species, including us. Mankind has fought this enemy since our existence, but the scourge continues. During the dawn of the 20th century, new chemicals were being researched and developed. What substance, substances could be released into the atmosphere that would kill the mosquito and not us? Some believe the creation of deadly mustard gas was a result of looking for a way to stop the pestilence. The result? It was far better at killing humans than bugs. After World War II, America was a chemist's dream with a huge demand for anything that could better people's lives and extend them for a generation that had seen so much death. Even though I was young, I still vividly remember the sound of the mosquito truck driving around my neighborhood. It wasn't the truck that made noise, but the smoke-belching apparatus on the back put out a giant cloud that enveloped nearly all the houses on the block. It was a triumphant sight, similar to the cavalry arriving just in time <laughs> to save us all from the swarm. Especially since we were certain it was harmless to people. Why it was such a good thing, we as kids used to run around in the fog after the truck had created a spooky, different atmosphere that was eerily compelling to kids. It was like playing in a cloud, but with a funny smell. Parents were sure it was harmless, and even the drivers who pumped the stuff out daily during the season wore no breathing protection. Why should they? It only killed bugs, right? A few years later, I remarked to a friend that 
I had not seen a firefly in years. At certain times, they were thick around our house, but no more. During Little League baseball games, the action would stop between innings, while the mosquito truck would drive onto and around the field, leaving players and attendees in the bleachers engulfed. For kids bored with baseball, it was the hit of the game. <laughs> then the studies came out. Poison is poison. I guess I'm lucky. There is no way to tell the damage the fog did to people who worked with it or in it. I remember feeling a little woozy as I hid from my friends in the pea soup. But I never got malaria or yellow fever either. <laughs> no one will ever know the benefits or costs of insect eradication. On a side note, years after Little League, one of my teammates was driving home from work. He was tired, but sober. As he drove into the dense fog of the mosquito truck's emissions, it was impossible to see the two little boys playing and running blindly in the street. He was driving slowly, but they were so small. Neither survived. The fog destroyed the lives of two children and one not yet a man. Can't really blame it on the fog, but today insect destruction doesn't include vision-impairing mist, and amazing new methods are being developed. The question now is, have I suffered any long-term effects from the hazardous mist? Frankly, I don't have the foggiest idea. <laughs> All right, Lair, once again, great stuff. We appreciate that. Yeah, I remember those trucks, too. They had this, like, yellow light, you know. Mm -hmm. you'd hear I that. still have them in my neighborhood. Well, they just yeah, put out a little. But it's a mist. It's it. not yeah. a fog. No, no, but it's still. I haven't seen one in years. Oh, yeah. No, they stopped putting that material out, that fog material. Yeah, oh. it's a different mist now, one that's very fine. And, and you it, can hardly smell it. Yeah, um, and, and it doesn't create a fog effect. All right. Well, summertime is almost here, which means mosquito season is almost here. So, all right. And uh, it's uh, almost time for us to leave. So we're going to begin the process of handing you over to Mark Walters. Once again, Armed American Radio coming up next. And uh, they'll be doing their show live as well. I anticipate they'll be talking about bump stocks, probably talk about some of this Russia business, too. Once again, a big victory for the president. And we'll see now where the Democrats go from here. They're already demanding more documentation and uh, want to call the Attorney General and Mueller before investigations. So they're going to be reluctant to give this thing up, but they can hold on as long as they want. And, and uh, But it's at their own peril because this has been decided. No collusion, no connection, no conspiracy, no nothing. All right, so once again, uh, you've been listening to the American Adversaries. We're going to leave you now with a little parody uh, called, I think it's called uh, Sneaking Into the USA. And uh, you need to see this as well as hear it. It's very cute, but uh, you can go to our Facebook page and see the video portion of it as well. And it's very well done, so I think you're going to like it. All right, you've been listening to the American Adversaries. We thank you for doing so. Until tomorrow night. Night, everybody. Good night. See ya. Okay, so can you help me with this, sir? Yes, tell me. What? Okay, so I want to get into the USA. What do I do? Uh, take this one. I'm going north. North. Yes, north. Go north. Okay, I can do it. Let's go. Now everybody has this notion. Come to the USA. Don't you worry about money. Stupid Americans pay. Yeah, they'll pay for your health care. Kids' education, too. Just sneak across the border and the
they'll take care of you. Well, they're crossing from Tijuana and California's line. And up in Vancouver, nobody seems to mind. In containers from China, yeah, you can tow away. Cause everybody is sneaking into the USA. Well, they're coming from the galleries down Arizona way. Ask the government to stop it, and they just say no way. They're digging big tunnels, you know they're coming to stay. Cause everybody is sneaking into the USA. Everybody is speaking into the USA.